The future of radio. 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 Get it figured out? I did. Gosh, I'm having computer problems today. Yay, computer problems. Yay. Wouldn't wouldn't be a Monday without computer problems, huh? (laughs) Somebody over here does have a case with a Monday. (laughs) Everybody. (laughs) This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. We're a little loud. We're kooky. Yes, we're very kooky. Yeah, we are a little loud. That was a a bit much. I know. All right, I think it's better now. I'm a little overwhelmed by our own noises. Yes, by the sound of your own voice. (laughs) You have super crazy hair today. Yeah. Well, I... No, I didn't wash it. Usually that happens when I wash it. It gets a little crazier. I shaved, though. I'm really glad you're proud of the fact that you haven't shaved or, or showered. Yeah. Well, no, you I have showered. Sh- no, I always shower. It's yeah. just I don't always wash the hair. It's weird to see you because now, like, it's like, last time I saw you on Friday, you had, like, a full beard going on, and now you're completely yeah. shaven. You always look like your strange younger brother whenever you shave it. <laughs> Even though not your actual younger brother, but, like, yeah. a, a version of yourself. A weird version of myself. Well, yeah. that's okay. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, uh, it's not. I'm not ready for beard yet. It's not winter yet, damn it. I know. No, no, no. It's going to be nice, and it was. it's supposed to be nice tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was nice yesterday. I have a little bit of a suntan from yesterday. No. I refuse, refuse to believe that it's fall. So Good. I got like, my bathing suit lined back a little. Oh, yeah. Stripper yeah, I can kind of see. Yeah. A little stripper soup action. A little stripper soup action. Football. <laughs> Actually, yesterday it was beach ball. Was it that guy? No, he wasn't there. We've scared him away. Oh, I know. I don't that's think he too come- bad. Yeah, he's not coming anymore. You mean he caught on that everybody at the entire pool was making fun of him? <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps he did. <laughs> Does he listen to the show? I doubt it. No. I would assume not. Absolutely not. I, he doesn't seem to. I would bet $100 savvy. American dollars that he does not listen to the show. Now I'm going to find him and make him listen. I know. <laughs> <laughs> now you owe me $100 American dollars. I'm going to become best buddies with him. <laughs> Well, what did you do this weekend? Uh, what did I do this weekend? Um, let's see. Well, Friday, I mean, of course, was our 200th episode. It was. And uh, thank you to everyone who uh, who emailed in and, and left messages uh, saying congratulations. Thank you. We We're very that. grateful for Oh, and uh, thank you to John, too, for the donation. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that very much. Thank you, John. Yes. Um, so, uh, see, after that, um, I, was, I was pretty tired by the time I got done with that. Well, I mean, we went through a pint of whiskey. A lot of beer. Mm. Um, I think when I came home, I actually kind of took it easy on Friday night. And uh, Katie and I just hung out for a while because Saturday, I had to go to a family reunion. Your family? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. I had no idea so, you were going to a family reunion. Well, I didn't know if I was going to have time to even go down there because it was uh, it was down in Corvallis, which, I mean, and it's not even Corvallis proper. It's a little bit out of Corvallis. So it's it, it's about two hours to get there from here. doesn't seem like, like anyone in your family actually lives in a proper city or town. It's always like kind of on the outskirts of somewhere. Yeah. The Nibblers are now outskirters. Now that I think about that pretty much, I can't really think of anybody yet who lives in a city proper, if not a, maybe a small city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, nobody lives in... I'm the only one, I think. I don't know. You I'm the big, weird one. brave yeah. city dweller, you? Well, Bend. I guess I, my cousin lives in Bend. That that kind of counts. But, nah, uh, well, well really. it's still pretty small. Yeah. Yeah, but so uh, so yeah, went down to went down to Corvallis, went to that. It was it was fun, you know. It was good. Once again, I had to remind. Well, of course, uh, I was chastised for the beard that I had, um, which is you know prerequisite. And everybody talking. wait. So you didn't even shave before the family reunion? No. Okay. Oh, I don't. I don't shave for anybody else. I shave for myself. I just shave when I'm good and ready. That's right. To be hairless. And this morning I was good and ready. Um, but uh, I but, thought you had an audition because like whenever you shave, like your skin looks. I, 
I don't. For some reason, it looks like way too smooth. So I think you're wearing like your makeup <laughs> for an audition. That's what, when I walked in and saw you. I'm just like, are you wearing makeup, dude? Like makeup to cover up the beard, like thick cake. No, no, no. But like usually when you go to your auditions, even though you pretend like you don't, you, you know, you wear your makeup. Well, yeah. No, I, I admit that. I mean, yeah. that's you know, does it look like you were wearing an your audition. audition makeup? Yeah. No, I no. I'm no, still not no really convinced that you're not wearing makeup. I'm not wearing makeup. You said, well, I was sweating. That's probably what it was because I rode my bike here. So that so. made it look like you were wearing makeup? I don't know. I was glistening. <laughs> Maybe it's just my natural glow. Yes. It's I'm your sure essence, that's what it Greg. Was. <laughs> I'm sure that's what it was. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, so went to that. So that was a, it was a long day, four-hour round trip down there and then, then hanging out with the family. But it was good to see everybody. Yeah, I see. haven't had a family reunion since I was little. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these, uh, a lot of people, because in that side of the family, my brother and my my one cousin and I, uh, my cousin Julie, we were all the younger ones, like younger kids, and all the other cousins are. I mean, they're way older than me. They're, you know, fifteen years older. Oh, so are mine. My cousins are all like a lot yeah. older than my sister and I. Yeah, so it's weird. So nobody even knows. Like, you know, everybody's hey Jeff. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I'm Greg. That's my brother. It's my brother. We don't look anything alike, but I know you guys haven't seen us for 15 years. <laughs> How's San Diego? Nah, I don't live in San Diego. <laughs> I live in Portland. That's kind of awkward. Yeah. Was Jeff there? No, huh? No, okay. but he is coming into town this weekend, though. Awesome. Yeah, so he will be around. Um, maybe that's why they were confused. They had the weekends mixed up or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, so, so did that and then came back and then um, hung out with Katie's cousin, who was also in town. So came back to Portland, did that. Was that the dude that was on um, the hills? Yes, Dave. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Dave was on the hills. It was kind of funny. This is the first time I've seen him since he was on the hills. I'm like, yeah. Did you ask him questions about it? Uh, I don't know. Not, actually, I didn't. I probably should have because I, I was kind of curious about how scripted it was. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get a chance to ask I him. I know. That. That's what you ch- totally should have. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention to that. I was more just, all right, yeah, let's go drink. Yeah, I, it just or didn't come up. Good. Yeah, we men. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, yeah, ended up doing that, closing out a bar, and then going uh, to another friend's house, and then it was a late night. Have it a late late night. It was it was a late night. Yeah, it my Friday night ended up night. being a late night. What, what did you do? Uh, so I went out. Uh, so after the show, yeah, I was a little tired too, but rode my bike home, and then um, stopped and got one of those uh, five hour energy drinks. Oh, which totally work. I don't know. It's like between that and coffee, I was just kind of like. Hmm. See, I've never taken one of those. things. I'm too afraid to take one of those things. No, it's pretty. It it works for me. Yeah. I don't know because like a lot of caffeine drinks don't work for me because my body chemistry doesn't work well with the caffeine. But those for some reason don't make me twitchy. They just make me more awake. So uh, providers of five hour energy, if you'd like to advertise on Fun Employment Radio, send us an email. FunEmploymentRadio at gmail.com. Please do. Yes. I am a big fan of your product. I will try your product if, right. if you advertise. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did that, and then I was like, all right, I'm raring to go. So I went and hung out with my. Um, buddy Morty and uh, his girlfriend and then met up with a bunch of my friends and we were all going to like different shows downtown so a bunch of my friends were going to see uh, Death by Stereo who were playing downtown oh, yeah. and then I uh, was going to go with a couple of my friends and I went and saw The Gories who were like this the older Gores. punk band who were playing at Dante's. Sounds downtown. like uh Sounds like a Guar type of band or something. Seriously, I knew nothing about them. I'm not even going to pretend to be cooler than I am. I had never heard of them. I didn't know. And all my yeah. friends are just like, oh, you're going to see The Gories tonight? That's awesome. And my friend had, you know, been able to get me a ticket. I'm like, oh yeah, totally. They're Awesome. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck this band is. <laughs> so I went down there. It was insane. It was just a total madhouse, you know. Yeah. There was just wasted people everywhere, you know, like people getting kicked out, like people falling on the street. Like we couldn't even move in Dante's. It was so crowded. Ugh. So, I mean, it, the show itself was fun. The band was really fun to watch. And then uh, after that, ended up going to a bar near there and actually dancing because I'd had enough vodka oh. to like dance. So, Skanking. Ew, no. Oh, no. I thought you were, like, skanking, like, slutting it up. Oh, no. Skanking it up. That would... That, no. 
Hmm. Yeah, was, that. Well, I don't know what the proper way to say that would be. Exactly. No, we were dancing because uh, so we went to this place where the Death by Stereo after party was, mm-hmm. and the lead singer of Death by Stereo was actually DJing at this bar. Oh yeah, which was cool. Um, he had an interesting music selection. Yeah, definitely not something that I would think they'd be picking. But what, it was. What was he picking? Like pop music or something? Yeah, a lot of pop music. Mm. It was kind of weird, but um, it was fine. It was fun. So did that, and then on Saturday was kind of a wasted day because I'm now in a full blown obsession with Dexter. You know, I've refused to watch season two. It was a nice day out, too, on Saturday. It really was. <laughs> no, I slept in because I ended up staying out late and then, um, yeah, slept in. And, you know, it was like about noon when I woke up. I'm just like, oh, it's really nice outside. I'm like, but I kind of like laying in my cave. I'm like, I'm going to just watch <laughs> some Dexter. Um, so I started watching it before I knew, you know, like I'd watched six episodes in a row. Uh, well, the new season hasn't started yet. No, but this is it's... season four. This is the one I always refuse to watch with the Trinity Killer. Oh, yeah. Because it looked so Oh, with John creepy. Lithgow? Yeah. But I'm hooked. I'm hooked. I watched through the first episode of the first season. Like, I'll just watch this because my friend let me borrow it. I'm like, I'm going to watch it, see if I like it. And now I can't stop watching it. I'm on season – or I'm on episode eight now, I believe. Uh, yeah, it is a good one. Yeah, it's for even so Even dark. if you've never watched Dexter before, it's a good, it's a good one. Um, well, it's yeah, interesting. Yeah, John Lithgow is so disturbing. He's so disturbing. But I thought it was just going to be like a whole bunch of killing. But I forgot the genius of Dexter – in that um, they really build the characters, uh-huh. like it takes the it takes its proper time, you know, to be able yeah. to like build up to all these things that are happening because it's just like oh John Lithgow bad bam boom dead, you know. But yeah, it, yeah, the, the story development and the character development behind them is just so creepy and really entertaining. So of course now I've been watching a serial killer show for the past two days constantly, and now I'm just looking around. Do you ever get like really involved with the shows and like all of a sudden you like start to see things from the show all around in your life? Uh. I mean, somewhat. Like, I become obsessed with things on the show. Like, Sons of Anarchy. I looked up a bunch of stuff about motorcycle gangs. And then, and then whenever you see somebody in a motorcycle gang jacket, did you just kind of want to take their picture? No. No. <laughs> no. I don't want to do that. But I do look to see <laughs> see what gang they're in. Yeah. No, <laughs> and then I, I look away quickly. I just look away. And now I'm, like, analyzing to see, like, who looks like they could be, um, like, a serial killer. Oh. And then also at the beginning, <laughs> everybody's you're well, one of them, Greg. like one of the guys at the coffee shop who looks like one of the serial killers yes. from Dexter. He does, man. He he's ice truck killer. He is he ice looks truck killer. Just you're right. Like them. There is a guy at the coffee shop who looks exactly like the ice truck killer, and yeah. Greg freaks out every time. He's like, "Oh my god, that's the ice truck killer!" <laughs> it totally is. I know, poor guy. He has no idea, but uh, I'm sure someone has told him that before. Oh, which yeah. is why I will never do that to him. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he does. He looks just like him. He's Dexter's brother. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> Well, yeah, this is – well, between that and between, um, you know, like the intro where, like, there are all those things happening, you know, where it looks like he's doing disturbing things, but he's just, like, making breakfast and putting on his shirt and doing all that kind of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he's like – What are you doing? I was, like, I was trying to sneak over and grab my iced tea while I was doing this, but it didn't work out Wow, very that's good. really manly of you, Greg. I don't think you can. You can't reach it. Uh, I got it. Okay. <laughs> uh, it is manly. No, so now everything – so I was cleaning my kitchen this morning and, like, my uh, living room, and then everything that I was doing – Seemed like I was discombobulated and like going along with the Dexter music, like the soundtrack. It's just going in my head, like dun, 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 dun. so as I'm like cleaning my kitchen, like cutting oranges and like yeah, and everything that I'm doing, I'm like picking something up and like sticking it into my um, like in the dishwasher, like throwing something into the garbage. Like it's just like going along to the synced up music in my head. <laughs> wow, I really sound crazy. Yeah, I haven't said that out loud, and now that I have, I yeah. Train. Train. Drink. Oh, I have nothing. Drink. I already finished my coffee. <sighs> yeah, so I've been slightly obsessed with Dexter. And then I was trying to watch it as I was going to sleep last night after um, I, I did a punk show last night with Lisa Wood. Yeah, that's right. It was so fun. So basically, Lisa and I uh, are at this bar. 
um, once a month, and we'll just go back and forth and pick all of our favorite punk rock songs and basically DJ for a couple hours, which is so fun. That's awesome. Yeah, so I did that last night. Ended with The Decline. Of course, the no offense. Nice, the full, yeah. the full version. Timed it because we were done DJing at 11, so at uh, 10.42... We just hit that button where it's like, all right. And so many people that's, in the bar love that the radio song, training. too. Dude, yep, that's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm like, and now I can just count backward. And it, I was so, I counted it exactly to the second. It was actually 11.0002 when I handed it off to the next DJ. <laughs> I was kind of pissed about those extra two seconds, but. Are you checking how, how long the ramp is to each one yes. so you can talk over it? Are mm-hmm. you? No, no, no. Well, we couldn't talk over it. We don't have the means to actually, like, speak yet. Oh, okay. So we don't have any mics, but we're just playing the music back and forth, which is fun. So a bunch of people showed up, and you're all just listening to the punk rock and having fun. And then afterward, all my friends are like, let's stay out later. But now I'm in full-blown obsession mode with Dexter. So I'm just like, oh, you know, I'm tired. I think I need to go home and turn in. You know, know, Greg and I are going to be recording tomorrow. It's going to be a big show, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) So I go home, you know, pretend like I'm all exhausted and... Yeah, and then go home and start watching Dexter. And I realized that that's probably not a show that you should watch before you go to sleep. No. Because I started watching it, and it is just messed up. I know I'm not saying anything new. Everyone knows that Dexter's fucked up. Well, yeah. But I started watching it, and I only watched about five minutes into this particular episode. And I'm like, dude, I do not need to be seeing this. I was, like, scouring Hulu trying to find something, like, happy to watch. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. it is. it is. It's it's not something you want to watch right before you get to sleep. Because I remember – actually, I just remembered this. When I um, – for a while when I was doing overnights at the radio station, like, really, I mean, you you talk for 30 seconds, then you sit there for oh, yeah. 15 minutes. And so I would, I would watch some Dexter. But the thing is, you know, as it's going through the night, I'm getting more and more tired and crazy. And then I start thinking I hear things in the station because you're there by oh, yourself. God. And I'm watching Dexter. And then I go home. And then I'm, like, wide awake. And then and immediately have dreams about Dexter because oh, yeah. I've watched, like, seven episodes in a row. Yeah. That's what I used to get it's when I was good. watching Twin Peaks for the first time. And, like, even though that show's kind of silly, you know, and outdated and stuff, it is really scary at some points in it. And, you know, when it started to get the whole Laura Palmer stuff and I'd be watching that late at night, like, I would have Twin Peaks dreams all the time. And that's when I'm like, okay, I can only watch this before dinner. And then I have to watch something happy afterward if I'm going to be watching something else. Because it totally seeps into your head. <laughs> it's seepy. Seeps. Seep's a weird word. I don't like the word seep. I don't like it either. Yeah, it's seeping in. It's seeping through your clothes. Ew. <laughs> so what What was it you watched to Off Balance the... Drop Dead Diva. Of course. <laughs> My favorite lifetime <laughs> switching places lawyer show. <laughs> I was going to say, it had to be Drop Dead Diva or Being Erica, one of the two. No, I'm done with Being Erica. Oh. It totally would have been Being Erica, but I'm already done with that. Oh. New season doesn't start for a couple weeks. I'm sorry. It's okay. That's what I did. Oh, yeah, and Stripper Soup yesterday with the biggest – and I played with the biggest beach ball I have ever seen. It's not a euphemism for anything. But these guys at the pool <laughs> had this beach ball that was three feet wide. Yeah. It was huge. So we played beach ball with a huge beach ball. <laughs> is that, like, just crazy or what is that? Hmm? I don't know. Is that a, a three-foot-wide beach ball? It was just a three-foot-wide beach ball, and we just hit it back and forth. Oh. And that is the story of my <laughs> exciting weekend. Sincerely, Sarah. No, I mean, I, I didn't do a whole lot of exciting Well, I mean, I, I guess I did driving all that way and all that stuff. But then uh, yesterday, I went for a hike. Oh. It was nice out. Yeah. I went to Powell Butte again, which is the one off of, well, off of Powell Boulevard, um, towards Gresham. Oh, the closer in one that you were talking closer about? Closer in one. Yeah. I mean, it is cool up there, but there are some weird people that go up into that uh, into that butte. I mean, it's odd. I would think so. There's a lot of well, weird, it's like, a lazy person's hiking spot, right? Oh, yeah. It's pretty, yeah. It's not very hard at all. And it's close, but it's just, it's odd though. Some of the people that you see up there are usually single people that'll come walking out that don't look like they really belong in, 
hiking at all. Do they look like serial killers? Uh, no, they look more like uh, prostitutes. Um, and really? I'm, yeah, and honestly, I'm kind of wondering what all is going on up there. Because there's, I mean, it's it's random single people, like the kind of people that you just, you don't picture. I mean, maybe they're up there just for a stroll. Hmm. But they're not wearing anything that you would think you'd go for a stroll in. But then again, I don't have and, proper hiking attire. Yeah, but you're not dressed like a prostitute, would you? I no. mean, when you went to go do that? Yeah, I wouldn't think so. Well, I mean, typically I do dress like a prostitute. When yeah, I but not when you go hiking, though. No, you no, no. I mean, like, normal, they go hand sure. in hand to me, but I mean, mm. like, I don't know that that's right. not the norm for a lot of people. Well, I mean, you know, you're out there on the trail, you're half hour in. I mean, yeah. you get tired or you want, you know, get bored so or something. So there are prostitutes <laughs> wandering the Powell Butte? I don't know. I'm just wondering. I don't know what goes on up there. It was It was odd. I mean, and there are a lot of, because there's this one part where it goes through this whole forest. Lots Is it prostitute to go forest? In there for it. I don't know. I'm just saying, maybe. maybe magic that or, prostitutes run around like fairies? Either that or serial killers. It's one or the other. That's pretty much the only thing I can think of. There's no logical reason So you for walk it. around life thinking that everybody is a prostitute, and I walk around thinking <laughs> everyone's a serial killer. Everyone. Every woman I say, yep, they're all prostitutes. <laughs> no, that's not what I mean, but I'm just Dude, saying. I would be able to pay my bills better of, if I was a prostitute. <laughs> the section of town that you're in, and I, I don't know. It's odd. That's all I'm saying. I don't know what goes on up there. Well, it does seem kind of like an oxymoron to go hiking off of Powell Boulevard. Well, yeah, it is. It is weird. But, I mean, the place is cool. I mean, it's a, it's a nice little hike. And it's up above the city. So, I mean, you know, you don't – you're not in the neighborhood or anything like that. But it's very close. I don't know. I'm just so saying. that's where you think prostitutes roam th- free during that's, the day? That's my theory. <laughs> At night, they wander 82nd Avenue. During the day, they <laughs> hike through the forest, gallivanting amongst the trolls and fairies. So you've been hiking for a while. Dancing atop of giant magical mushrooms. <laughs> yep. Prostitute Hill. And yet I've been prostitute there like two or three butte. times now. <laughs> I like that it rhymes with butte, so it should be prostitute butte. Yes. Yes. Prostitute butte. And yet you keep coming back. Yeah. You seem somewhat concerned that there are prostitutes running amok, but... That doesn't bother me. They're just doing what they want to do. Just doing their job. But yeah, then there are a lot of single guys that come out of there that... uh, They just come out of the forest? Kind of, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I need to be seeing... They're not in the forest. I mean, I don't know where they came from. I see them coming down the trail, but they they were in the forest. And just all of a sudden, there they are. So there is a secret underground prostitute ring happening in the forest on top of Powell Butte. I'm not saying that's what's going on, but I'm saying all signs point to yes, that's the only logical explanation of what's happening there. Yes, because we all know how logical you are. That's in the grade. only logical explanation. There's, there's no other reason a single person would want to go hike up in there. <laughs> Actually, I've done that quite a few times. Now I'm wondering but I am not a John, though. I wasn't up there for that reason. No, you're a Greg. Yes. I don't know how we're getting into this, and I don't know how we get out of that. Okay, well, you know uh, how? I don't want to tell you something. I am so damn excited for Aaron Duran to come on today. Okay. I am I am excited as well, but why Why are you? I have had to be... I have, you do not know how much restraint it has taken me over the past week. Why? I'm just going to tell you. Aaron told me something over a week ago. That I have been having to keep secret from you. And it has been killing me because he didn't want to sway. What do you mean? I, I've held on this long. I can hold on for another five minutes before he gets here. But I'm just saying. What? What did he find out? Something about? 
Did you do more research? Well, we've been speculating, you know, about, um, you know, the, the ghostly happenings that have been, you know, going on. I'm not house. saying they're ghosts that are happening. Yes, people just stomp around, you know, invisible humans stomp around in your kitchen all the time. <laughs> and Star Trek peepers just go on and off, and I hear whispering in my closet constantly. That's all normal. But he told me something, and he... It was so cruel because he told me, and then he's like, but you cannot say anything to Greg. You have to swear to me because I need to keep researching during this week. You've known this this entire week? I have known this this entire week. I've known it since, since well, for what? over what a week. Do, what does it have to do, because it has to do with the house? Because he wasn't on last Monday, since we took last Monday yeah. off. So it's been like a week and a half that I've had to just put it out of my head and pretend I didn't that he didn't tell me anything. Wow, you've done pretty good. I have. <laughs> it has been difficult. I've actually told other people. I was going to say, have you told like mm-hmm. hundreds of other people so that like, everybody knows now? And when I was at um, Kelsey and Harold's barbecue, we were telling ghost stories, and I told them what Aaron had told what? me. What? What is this? Mm-hmm. Wow, Kelsey kept a secret too because I've seen her since then. Yep. Oh. All right. I'm, Fine. What it? It's been torture, but now it is coming to a close. <laughs> it is coming to a close. It's coming full circle. I am. Seriously, I don't know. Too much coffee, too much Dexter. Are you a serial killer? I don't know what you're talking about. All right, let's bring uh, Aaron Duran in. Okay! Woo! Really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, that is really creepy. That's extremely creepy. I wonder why we're playing this, Greg. I don't know. La, la, la. Welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio, Mr. Aaron Duran, geekincity.com. With some kind of concoction that he is just laying out in front of us that yes. I have no idea what this is. It's blue. Yes, it's it is very blue. blue. Hey! Hey! I've been so excited for you to come you have on. To, it's kind of long. You may not want to play it all the way through, but like skip, skip towards the end. It does have little kids giggling at the very end. Well, it says it's almost over. Oh, okay. Well, let's let it. Let's just finish it. The- <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe they cut it. No, it looks like they cut it out before the little kids. They giggling. cut the children. <sighs> They cut the children. Maybe like something that would have happened in Greg's house. Let me make sure this is okay. Hold on. Okay, what is this? This yes. is. See, you've heard. So Aaron brought in a I don't bottle. Know if Greg knows about it, but Sarah knows all about the legendary Romulan the Ale, but you've never had to taste oh, it. Oh God! Oh, you've talked about Romulan Ale. What exactly is? It's Romulan the Ale. It's. <clears throat> I get it a looks ship. Like that, blue... I get a ship, and it once again crosses a neutral zone. I only use it for medicinal purposes. It looks like Smurf blood. Well, and it smells like Dimatap. Which but makes it, me oh, happy. Oh, yes, it does. Wow, but it wow. tastes like glory. Hold on, watch. All right. I'm going to take gonna, a sip. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you, Aaron. You brought this yes. in for our 200th Yes, thank you. Man. That's right. You know, I couldn't be here on that Friday. I was there in spirit. Wow, that's got some kick. Yeah. It's got some kick, that's but not it's bad. also kind of tasty. What yeah. is in this? Or can you not reveal? Oh, I can review. Actually, the recipe's on my website. Hold on, let I me mean, have Wait, I just took a tiny little sip and I already have heartburn. That's what I mean. It's burning the entire <laughs> way down. It's burning inside. Does this have Everclear in it? It might. Oh, okay. okay, wait, here. That's what I thought. There's something, yeah, it's something 150 plus proof to yeah, burn Yeah, it like might that. have some pure grain alcohol. Is it like blue Caraco or whatever? And it's rum, and then beer, blue Caraco, and then vodka. 
Oh I feel I've had a tiny sip, wow. but I already wait, wait. feel drunk. But then to you know to balance it off and to give it your vitamins and minerals, it also has a viso will. <laughs> so it's caffeinated too. Oh, oh my, my god! Wow, this, this beats Mark's ass. Wow, it hurts. <laughs> it's because you're sipping it. You just let it. Go it's down. Bernie. Just let it coat your entire. Let it okay. coat your entire esophagus. I don't think I can do the whole thing. I'll do like half of it. Do it. Okay. <laughs> I, I can't really do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's good for you. See? Why do I always have to drink out of the oh. I really need to bring down another shot glass so I don't yes, you do. drink out of the cave. Well, what happened to your other oh one? Well, I God. took it home because I really liked it, so I wanted it at home. <laughs> but I should bring it back here. <laughs> it's good for it you. It tastes like college. <laughs> yeah, it does. Oh it tastes like jungle juice. It tastes like college. I think I'm gonna have some more. Oh, mm. that was too much. Wow. Yeah, that's probably it's the last time I've tried to Everclear. My fingers. Oh. Have you ever taken a shot of uh, Everclear? No. I no. have. Well, I just did, instantly. No, no. It back this up. is flavored and good for you. Yeah, the folks at Trek in the Park, I know, downed a bottle during one of their performances. Look at Greg. Like, he's like, slide it over. <laughs> All right, I'll take a little more. <laughs> I'm feeling no, more. It's funny I'm going to update our Facebook page. Feeling more Romulan you, by the minute. That's right. Pretty soon you're going to want to conquer things. <laughs> it's funny. One of the uh, Thanksgiving shows, um, well, we can say this now that everyone's been fired. Um, <laughs> one of the Thanksgiving shows, a court brought in his uh, Czechoslovakian absinthe. And then Court and I thought it would be a hoot to mix these two drinks together. And we decided that we would rename the absinthe, the rum, and the ale drink the cloaking device because after one shot, you're convinced you can turn invisible. <laughs> I feel really weird. But, but we put some in one of those. Give really, it about 10 minutes. Remember those really time. thick paper cups that used to be in the old CBS studios? Uh huh. Threw them in like two minutes. <laughs> we did. We set some in the cup and then forgot about it. And half an hour later, I'm like, Gord, look at the cup. And it was oozing out the sides because it had burned through the paper cups. And he's like, put that in my belly. <laughs> <laughs> Court? Yeah. He, Speaking of which. Even though he's like a wholesome family man, like, that dude can hold his liquor. I think all Germans can. Yeah, that's one of our traits. Yeah. Well, yeah. One of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're referring to. What does that even mean? <laughs> yes. <clears throat> I like that music you played. That's from the Poltergeist. I thing. I don't. I don't like it at all because I'm wondering what it implies. Why are you playing this? So Sarah's been teasing me about something, but apparently she's kept this secret a week and a half. I did. And um, just told me. It was from... Aaron, do you know how hard it was for me to keep that? Well, because, yeah, because I couldn't come on on Labor Day. Well, and you told you me that it was... And he actually told me it was detrimental that I do not say anything. Yeah, because I didn't want you influencing him. And he told me that it was immoral. He's like, this is... What? A- He's like, no, I just said you can't. You did. You told me. Oh no, me- I did. Yeah, not influence him at all. No, and you're like for the basis, the basis of having, um, like, you're just like I want to morally uh, feel okay <laughs> about this, so you can't tell him anything because I really do want to do an investigation because yeah. of what I have discovered. What do morals yeah. have to do with it? What are you he talking means about? That he felt that he was morally responsible to tell you what he had discovered. <sighs> yeah. But but I couldn't influence you. But by of course we had you. to wait for the show though. I couldn't like call you up and say, oh, okay, <laughs> you know, I was like, oh no, fuck it, it could wait. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Oh. I did. I told you like two Fridays ago, huh? Oh, I've kept it for a long time. Yeah, I did tell Greg that I did tell a few of my friends just because yeah, I needed to tell somebody. Did they yeah. all say? Were they all like? Whoa. Yeah, they were kind of freaked out. Yeah. What? All right. So what? What? What is it? What well, is it? We need. You to know ta- what I sucks to... is the fact that I haven't heard a ball talk in a while. I haven't heard a ball talk either. <laughs> oh, seriously? And football season is what you guys are doing. Football season football, just started. Yesterday. You didn't even get to like your predictions that I have over here. That I'm. You sure didn't get that... to talk about the Raiders only getting four yards yesterday. Oh, I didn't even. I wasn't even aware of that part. Four yards. Wow. 
That's not surprising, though. <laughs> but, Greg, I think it's rude to make uh, the people, like, wait even longer. Like, it's been forever for a ball talk. Yeah, the thing in your house isn't going anywhere. They need their balls. Yeah. It's okay. Trust me. It's there to stay. <laughs> oh, God. All right, fine. Let's do a little bit of ball talk. Bastards. Isn't it sad that we know and you don't? Doesn't it make you feel a little unbalanced? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the Romulan ale making this me feel unbalanced. must have been high school felt like for some people. Whoa. Romulan ale is good for you. It's full of vitamins and minerals. <laughs> All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Okay, we've got, to, we've got a potpourri of balls because it's a there's a bunch of different stories that I never Don't got to over the last couple of days. Yeah. Uh, anyway, blah, blah, blah. The football way. the other day <laughs> happened. Uh, Super Bowl's coming up I don't want January. your balls bouncing around. And I that concludes you. this edition. Of <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. We still have a world of crazy. <laughs> all right. A lot of stuff happened over the weekend, too. All right. In, uh, let me talk about this one. So Ron Artest. Ron Artest, of course, of the Los Angeles Lakers and known nut job. Um, he's the guy that ran into the stands, you know, several years ago and beat the crap out of uh, some fans, <laughs> and then was banned from the NBA for like over a year. Well, Ooh. he now has a championship ring with the Lakers. So the the most coveted thing, thing that everybody wants in the NBA, a championship ring. He just got his this last year, and now he's going to auction it off. <laughs> he's going to sell his championship ring so that he can donate the proceeds to put more psychologists, psychiatrists, and therapists in schools. What? Yes. So was he I, helped by one? I guess or? he's been going to one for quite a while who has tried to help him uh, rein in his crazy, violent tendencies. And, I mean, apparently it works. I don't think he's beaten up anybody. He's still crazy, but he hasn't beaten up anyone for a well, while. that's a step forward. Yeah, so, you know, I'll give him credit for that, I guess. You're, that, you're, you're not beating up people. Is that one of the things where, like, the NBA owns the rings? No, I think the the rings are the players. I think the teams buy each oh, player their ring. Okay. So that's theirs. And, like, yeah. everybody on the on like coaching staff and trainers, they all get one. Um, but uh, still, I mean, that's a coveted thing. That's really hard to get. But he's going to auction it off to put more therapists in school. I mean, I guess that's a good idea. But the thing is, if you're that guy, I mean, you've already got millions and millions of dollars. Why not just donate, you know, 200 grand instead of sell off your be, ring? You don't want it to be his money. That's crazy talk. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so... Uh, he's crazy. He's not that crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess if you would like to get a hold of this ring, it will be auctioned very soon. Um, also in NBA news, Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson, of course, uh, no NBA team really wants him at this point, which is just kind of sad. He's one of the all-time... Is he on our fantasy football team? Uh, no, he's not. No, he isn't. Uh, although he may be on a fantasy team if anyone follows Chinese basketball. So Allen Iverson, it looks Greg, like... you just found my secret thing. <laughs> That's what you follow? How dare you call out my Chinese <laughs> basketball obsession? The Guangdong Dragons. Sarah's favorite team. Um, so, uh, yes, Allen Iverson, it looks like he's going to be heading to China because no NBA team wants him. And uh, he's working at a deal right now that should be announced pretty soon. That's he's just deep in Chinese bitches. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he Are will be. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, no, sorry. Uh, Is that out loud? Okay, you need to put down the Romulan. No, no. That's probably true. Yeah. Him and Starberry over there. Uh, so, uh, so yes, Allen Iverson, no longer an NBA. He's The thing is, what's sad about it is though, he could probably get a backup role on like the Celtics or somebody in a championship contention, but he refuses to not start. It's like, dude, you're, what is he now, 36 or something like that? Yeah, he's up there. Yeah, your starting days are done. Why the Chinese basketball league? I don't know. Why I, not the European or the Canadian? Well, and I'm wondering well, why that I is. I bet too. the European's pretty tough. 
relatively Yeah, European speaking. leagues are probably, yeah, they're pretty, pretty hard pretty much our it. minor league, isn't it? Yeah, there's a, I mean, they're really good at this point. I mean, it's, it's basically the second best league. I mean, especially like Spain. But um, That's right. It's a country <laughs> of winners, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> but uh, so they must be like paying a lot of money or something. Either that or, yeah, they're guaranteeing... Uh, Wow. Plethora of bitches for him. Quickly, <laughs> but uh, so anyway, Alan Iverson heading to China warms the toes. Uh, wow, LeBron James. It's got a weird aftertaste. Uh, LeBron James. He, uh, well, it's, of course, it's quite well known. He's not very popular in Ohio anymore, but he still thinks that he can go back there and get treated like he's a star. So he wanted to go to the Ohio State game over this weekend and he called the Ohio State Police Department and demanded that they provide him with a full police escort to the game there and back so that he could be brought in in an escort and I guess the Ohio State Police said yeah maybe we'll give you one pl- uh, one officer to escort you but uh, and this is I guess an inside source saying that uh, this police officer said yeah he made his decision so they they refused wow. to provide him with an escort. Wow, that is some serious cojones oh. on his part, man. Oh, I know. Yeah, to show up there. And the thing is, Ohio State was playing Miami, <laughs> and that's who he was showing up to go see. Wow. What yeah. was he going to see? Miami I, or Rio I don't know. Miami? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I presumably to go see Ohio State, but the coincidence of them seeing Miami at the same time playing Miami. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a lot of balls to try to go do that. Man, and you're the guy who would know. I would. <laughs> Those are epic balls. Big balls. I'm not quite sure where to take that one. Uh, All right, so yes, LeBron James, not very popular in Ohio. Um, All right, here's here's a random story. So Mike Tyson, he's been more and more in the news because he keeps doing all these interviews and doing more weird, bizarre things, saying that uh, he wants to make up for all the wasted years and about how he was crazy and he wasted all his money and youth. But here's one thing that he said he regrets about... uh, about uh, his youth. And this was when him and uh, Tupac Shakur were in Las Vegas. Tupac Shakur? Tupac Shakur. Apparently some sort of uh, rap band artist. Um, (laughs) He said that, uh, Mike Tyson said, uh, referring to Tupac Shakur, he always wanted me to smoke weed with him and I never did it. And I wish I did. So he regrets not smoking weed with Tupac Shakur. You know what? I probably would have smoked weed with Tupac Shakur. I don't smoke the weed, but I probably would have. I don't either. I don't either, and I would. As long as he would have done the California love dance for me. (laughs) (laughs) California. (laughs) Welcome to the boom on a wild, wild west. Streets run tough like Elliot Ness. I don't remember any more words, too. That's all that matters. All I remember is him gyrating on top of a thing. Yes. Tupac Shakur. Tupac Shakur. Apparently tried to get Mike Tyson to smoke weed, and I mean, he said no. Well, I mean, how many things would Mike Tyson ever say no to? You, when you found out Tupac Shakur was dead? Uh, yeah. yeah. I was at a high school football game. They announced it. Because it was... It was when I was in 10th grade, I think. It's like... So 95, 96? Uh, he died in 96. Fuck, September 7th, 1996. I was pushing carts at a Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe I don't remember where I was, because I... No. I remember all the horrible things being said in my my backwater podunk hick town when he died. Oh, oh yeah, well, yeah, I would imagine. Of course. Yeah. That was always fun. Yeah, of course there was all kinds of stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, Tupac Shacker. Um, moving on, here's this story. This comes out of Australia, and it has to do with the uh, National Rugby League down there and some players on the Sydney Roosters. So a couple of their players have now been suspended for an incident that occurred at a hotel they were staying in in North Queensland. And uh, I guess what they decided to do for a good time was defecate all over the hotel room. Yeah, who 
doesn't like to do that for a good time. So, one of the... uh, They're Australian rugby players. What the fuck do they expect? Well, one of the maids came in, uh, one of the cleaners actually came in to uh, clean the room the next day and reported that the rooms were disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. And uh, reported to the media (laughs) that uh, they had defecated on the floor next to the toilet. And also on white tables in the rooms, and this occurred in several rooms. Ew. Well, only two of the players have gotten in trouble, though, so either they had a lot of poop built up for this thing, or there's some <laughs> other players that, that have not been revealed. There were pills floating around that place. Something. Yeah. So, well, that's, uh, the, that's the rule, mate. Two of them take it for the team, and the rest of us skate. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck you expect with a fucking with a North Queensland? Who finds a bunch of really Australian cocks? What do you want? I think it would be weird enough to find one person that you know that would poop in a room, and as opposed to like many of them. No, no, this apparently was who a team thing. Over, like, well, pooping like okay, so we all like minute. playing sports well, and we like pooping in rooms. And together. here's the other thing, though. So There's they all thing of what, all these players pooped in there, and then the thing is though. I mean, they obviously didn't do this right before they left, so they must have sat in there with their own poop stinking up the hotel rooms no, no, all night long. They might have done it. It could have been like a fan. Th- it could have been like. Are you packed? I drop draws. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's time I, to get our poop on. I suppose that's possible. They all <laughs> timed their poops accordingly. Aaron, this kind was of, for the croc hunter. That kind of reminds <clears throat> me of the thing that you were telling me about Greg's house. What poop? Just a little bit. I mean, we'll talk more about it oh, later. Right. Don't, don't worry about it right now. But um, I don't poop in my house because the smell. Yeah, can't you smell that smell? Crikey! <laughs> all right, in crikey! I just peeped all over the table. Oi, mates! Back me up here. Maybe that was it. Maybe one guy lost control of his bowels. So, so they were like, you know what? We got to get our boys back. It was like everybody Billy, do it. It was like Billy Madison, where you know, like one guy accidentally pooped his pants, and then like <laughs> well, they all pee like, in their pants. Yeah, yeah. It's like contact okay. vomiting, but it's pooping. Exactly. They don't want their teammate to be embarrassed, so they take one for the team. So they yeah. all decide to poop. Yep. We're all pooping. Uh, I guess that is kind of what happened. I don't know. Fall um, roosters. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I was Australian. Uh, all right, moving on. Before we get into football, uh, the Portland football. Timbers. I got to talk about this. So the Portland Timbers have done something awesome. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard about this. So, the, of course, the Portland Timbers are going to be moving up to uh, MLS in January, whatever the official drawing is. They're moving up to MLS next year. But they're already starting to talk shit to Seattle. So yeah. what they've done is... You mean shittle? Sh- <laughs> what the hell is the name of their Ayo. team anyway? The Sounders. Seattle stupid Sounders. Name. It is a stupid What are you named after? Oh, we're we're named after the word water. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're named after trees, so I don't know. No, we're named after cutting trees, jackass. <laughs> oh, I hung out with I hung out with the mascots. I hung out with Timber Joey last uh, night. Timber Joey? Mm-hmm. Timber Joey, he came to my punk rock net. Awesome. Well, uh, the Timbers... I have more rum than they are. <laughs> <laughs> so the Timbers... There's a reason why it was banned in the Federation. The Timbers have rented... <laughs> the, the Timbers have rented a billboard a half a mile away from Quest Field where the Sounders play. And all it says is uh, Portland, Oregon, Soccer City, USA, 2010. And then it's got the Timbers logo on it, just taunting them. You can see awesome. Quest Field in the background from the <laughs> yeah. billboard, right in the heart of Seattle. So uh, they have put this thing up there, and they've also said that they have a bunch more things planned. They're not going to reveal yet to stoke the whole Sounders thing. Should I bring in uh, one of my scarves to be hanging on the wall? Sure. Yeah. I have a bunch of them. Yeah. No, I think that'd be appropriate. Maybe right above butter. And it's great every time you uh, you get a big ass sandwich, you see that Timbers uh, the Timbers scarf in their in their Mm -hmm. kitchen. Mm -hmm. Well, the uh, yeah Timbers already stoking the shit talking. So I wonder what the Sounders. It reminds me of that time when uh, those U Dub fans rented out the. The, the lights on the bridges, yeah, and lit them up in golden purple when uh, that, was pretty, that was pretty ingenious. That, that was, was pretty genius. Gotta yeah. respect that. That yeah. was good, but uh, you definitely gotta respect what the Timbers are doing. So I want to see what else they're gonna do to talk shit. I mean, it's it's gonna be awesome. Um, all right, 
It's time to talk about football. So, we had college football. football. We had college football and NFL. So, in college football, <clears throat> before this weekend, I made predictions about a couple of games. And uh, I did not tamper with these. I handed these to Sarah last week so that she has had them this entire time. I've got them. Well, let's see if you... Let's do the reveals. So, Oh, I did tell you I tried to watch some of the football games on Sunday with some friends, right? On the NFL games? Yeah. And uh, I had no idea what I was looking at. I might as well have been like looking at things written in like Japanese. I had no <laughs> clue. I was just like, okay, I'm counting down. Like, so when can I go to the pool? All right, I just need to pretend to like this for 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm like, woo! Tropical summer? Go team. Go team, Go! All right, so do you want to read off what these predictions were, and I'll say whether I was right or wrong. All right, so uh, Greg <clears throat> Nippler's first prediction, which you gave to me last Friday. Yes. Uh, the first one was uh, Florida State at Oklahoma, and you picked Oklahoma. Yes, I did. And, and you know who won that, that correct? game? You know who won that game? Who? I believe it was Oklahoma. Well, all right, you're wow. one for one. So what's that, uh, okay, top percentile right now? No, 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 you're like uh, four for seven, I think. Shocking, Oklahoma. No, I'm, I'm more than that. I think, I think I'm like five for seven. That really wasn't that hard of a pick. <laughs> Come on, let's not act like... I may not know a lot about football. Those are just, uh, you don't know. There's many different statistics that went there's into this. There's nothing else to do in Oklahoma but play football. Well, I'm, you know, there's all kinds of things that could have happened. They could have shucked corn. <laughs> what, was my, what was my second one? Your second one was Oregon over Tennessee. Yes. And you picked Oregon. University of Oregon. Were you correct, sir? Oh, I was correct. Actually, did uh, did anybody watch that game? Well, of course you guys did. I think game, I did, but I don't know what happened. No, that was on Saturday. It wasn't Sunday. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it was uh, actually Oregon looks amazing. Like they just destroyed Tennessee. The first quarter was bad, but uh, after that, Oregon Oregon looks really, really good this yeah, year. Yeah, they do. And Tennessee is a pretty decent team, too. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, they, they've had like a couple of down years, but still was at Tennessee in a 107,000-person yeah. stadium or whatever, and Oregon just blew them out. By the fourth quarter, all the Tennessee fans were gone. It was pretty much just U of O fans left in the stands. Is that the game that was delayed by lightning? Yes, that was and, the like, other someone thing. Got, like, if you went on the field, you were banned for life. Yeah, they didn't. They refused to let anybody out on the field. And I saw, I I missed when the actual delay was going on, but I saw the pictures afterwards, and just this huge lightning storm over the stadium. Yeah, it was fucking unreal looking. Yeah, they delayed it for seventy minutes. It was like the apocalypse hanging out over the stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was the first time in the history of college football for a lightning delay. There's been rain and snow or whatever, but this was a lightning and snore. Snore. What's that? Snore. It's a large and moving right, torque. Gentlemen, let's pace it a little bit because we're gonna be done. So we've got to It's just the top third, baby. That's like half. It's the week half. It's just the tip. <laughs> You're still a virgin. <laughs> Oregon over Tennessee. And what was my final one? <laughs> your final one. We probably one. don't have time for the final one. Was, it's oh, fine. No, no, we can no, just okay. go on. You know, no, we totally should probably fine. just move um, on. It's also Because you're perfect right now, right? Georgia yeah. over South yeah. Carolina, which I'm sure that you were right because uh the Nib Man picked Georgia. Well, I, I may have been mildly incorrect in this one. Oh, mildly I mean, incorrect? You, know, you mean that Georgia didn't win? Because it's so just, funny, just, because just, right here it says highlighted that you know, Georgia is going to beat South Carolina. That's, well, like, weird. I mean, look, right there. See that area? You know, Georgia over South I Carolina. I do, indeed. There were certain things that uh, that happened, you know, that were completely unforeseen. And I, I think, you know, my odds speak for themselves. That's two out of three. That's clearly a top percentile. Are you trying to meatloaf with and two out of three ain't bad? <laughs> That's 66%. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, betting-wise, had you bet... You wouldn't have passed the class. Had you bet maximum on each one of these things, you still would have come out ahead. So what I'm saying, you know, Vegas-wise, the money's still there, and I, uh, Uh, I, I, I stand by my picks. 
What, because uh, they lost? Oklahoma was one to one. You're like sir. an abused woman. I'm going to stand by my man. Well, I didn't say me. I'd get 100% over that, over over the course of this year. But still, I'm I'm pretty much about 90%, I think, right now. Maybe 85%. Whoa! I thought so I, I was the one was that a... failed math. Seriously? <laughs> did you really fail math? I totally failed math in college. It was the one F that I got, but then it was expunged because I did really well in math in my SATs. Good for you. I never Thank had you. to take a math in college. I wasn't supposed to. Yeah. I, I took, up for I it took a bullshit math. I wrote a, I wrote a paper in my math class. Wow. An yeah. essay math test? It was two years in a row, sir. It even counted as advanced fucking math. I, I wrote a paper. I wrote an, I wrote a train a leaves Cleveland. No, I wrote a paper on chaos theory. What math class was this? That's a Merrill order. It's a wanky ass class. Oh, okay. All right. Dude, talk your way into anything in that school. Here is why two plus two does not equal four. No, Clearly, I, the injustice. I just system channeled. The- I just channeled Goldblum from Jurassic Park and then turned it into a fucking paper. <laughs> it's the chaos theory. <laughs> wow, Greg, there Good is for you. one more prediction here. So you got the last one wrong. All right, we need to talk about NFL. <sighs> yes. So I also claimed that I would make my prediction. I think I claimed this on Thursday, and we just never had a chance to do it. So I've I've also not touched this. I handed this off to Sarah. I did not adjust my prediction. On who's going to win the Super Bowl this year. So there was, I had three finalists. I mean, one, I would like the Miami Dolphins to win. That's that's who I would like. But, it ain't uh, going to happen. That's, that's my team, but still, it's not going to happen. Uh, the top three, though. Well, talk about like not standing behind your team. That's pretty rude. Yeah, well, that's not going to happen. Uh, I'm, see, I'm being honest here. This isn't, hey, about, this isn't got, about teams I like. Yeah, I this isn't about teams I root for. I, I got Greg's back on this one. Buffalo Bills are my team. It ain't happening. No. Maybe if you believed be in correct. them in a little bit more. No. Oh, let me tell you about a decade called the 90s where there was nothing but belief in the motherfucking Bills. Oh, they yeah. broke my heart every single year. What was that, four in a row? Yes. Scott four. Norwood. You shut up! <laughs> you shut up and you ride and right, you bastard. <laughs> so, I do believe there is a bar in Buffalo still called Wide and Right. Really? Yeah. Oh, man, that poor <sighs> guy. Uh, so my top three teams... In the NFL this year, the three contenders, I think, one of these teams is a lock to win the Super Bowl. Really? New Orleans Saints. Wait, so you have repeat. to pick the one, right? I am. I am. I am picking my one. The one that I have over there. Okay. Yeah, that's that's my number one. Uh, so the New Orleans Saints were a contender. I don't think they're going to repeat. The Green Bay Packers, I believe, are a contender. But I don't believe they're going to win it. No, who do I believe is going to win? Well, Sarah, would you like to reveal it? Since? Greg believes the Super Bowl winner, and I'm so sorry for all of you guys that are fans of them because he is jinxing you. He <laughs> believes that the conquering Super Bowl champions will be the Indianapolis Colts. That is right. What are you, retarded? Peyton Manning, <laughs> I believe, is going to make up for last year's loss. You think <clears throat> Herder is going to win the Super Bowl? <laughs> I believe that uh, he feels so bad about losing this one to the Saints last year that he is going to go all the way and win the Super Bowl this year. I believe Indianapolis Colts are your lock for a Super Bowl winner, despite the fact that they lost this last weekend. Um, Colts, you might as well go to Vegas right now. Actually, it'll probably make the odds and your payout even better because they lost this last weekend. So uh, go there, place your bets now, and then all I ask for is just a small tithing. The odds are going to be huge when Vegas bookies find out that Greg Nigler picked them. It's like a hundred to one now. <laughs> See, you'll make even more money. All I all I demand really is just Colts? a small tithing. Ain't gonna be the Colts, sir. It's the Indianapolis Colts. Do no. you have a prediction? Ravens. Baltimore Ravens. All right. Yep. Mr. Andran claiming the Baltimore Ravens will win. All right. Well, then we should make note of that too. Maybe you guys should make a gentleman's bet right now. What would our bet be? I don't know. Because so you're should going to buy a bottle of booze. Like the winner buys a the loser buys a bottle of booze or something. That way, All one right. of us has to pay, but we both enjoy. All right. 
I'm 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 game with that. All right. All right. Yeah, good time. They shook. I just saw it. Don't I poke might... out on no monarch either, bitch. It might be through like a Romulan <laughs> ale. You didn't specify. Twenty dollar minimum. How's that? Because we're I'm barely right. employed. You're fun employed. So let's keep it. All right. Bucks. Twenty dollar. Twenty. Yeah. Twenty dollar bottle. All right. I'm done with that. Okay. Indianapolis Colts. No. Baltimore minimum. Ravens. You can't go below twenty. Well, yeah. So no, no Admiral Barbosa. So I'll find what's on sale for twenty dollars. Oh, that's fine. I have no problem with that. Nineteen ninety-five counts. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah, totally does. <laughs> Tax. <laughs> so Indianapolis Colts, your Super Bowl winner. I guarantee it. No, I don't oh, guarantee. Oh wow. It. But I'm just saying it's it's gonna happen. Statistically speaking, I'm usually right. No, that you're concludes not. this edition <laughs> of Ball Talk. Look at the statistics where you. I already finished. I already finished. What are you talking about? He I already finished. His balls. Let his balls rest. We'll find them. I'm gonna have the longest world of crazy. I've said fish. my piece. So, Greg, about your uh, your house. We're actually house. running out of time today. Maybe we should just delay your segment until next week. That's fine. No, we just go drink if you want. Yeah. That's true. Let's just do that. Yeah. La 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 la. From us. I will get it from you. You're not even hearing how creepy it sounds in the headphones. Well, Listen. I can hear it. Oh, did you do they that? They took it from us. I'm going to get it back from you. Yeah. Ew. You took it from me. That's pretty good. <laughs> I like that voice. What are you doing? I don't know. No. So are we going <gasps> to... I know what voice that is. Is it the voice that lives in Greg's closet? No. <laughs> it's the goblin from Legend. It's easy as pie. That it's shoots the unicorn? Shoots the unicorn in Legend? I never shot no damn unicorn. <laughs> it has Tim Curry in it. <laughs> I know, right? With horns. I know, right? It's okay. I'm just going to burn you back for a So what is it? What is it you have to say about this? What so does it what, have to say about what? No, what? no, no. I mean, what? I was just world of crazy. No, no, no. I don't know what. We don't have time no, for that. No, we right were going to. Oh, wait. I'm having another drink. Yeah. Really? Ew. Man, if I drink too much, I won't be able to talk about what's happening either. Seriously, you need to have a clear have a, head. If I don't have a clear head, then no. I refuse to report. And I wouldn't expect that of you. Like, you're a professional. That's because there isn't anything to tell. Yeah, I'll have yeah a, that's I'll what have I've been. <laughs> you know what I've been keeping a secret for a week and a half, Greg? Nothing. Nothing. You would do yep, that. That makes sense. Yeah. It's just all been a lie. All my friends talking about when I'm telling ghost stories and I tell them what Aaron told me about your house and they all freak out. That's what I've been keeping a secret because it doesn't really exist. In your face. Face. <laughs> face. In your face. In your face. Yeah. Wow. I don't know where that voice is coming from. Oh, I know where it's coming from. <laughs> <laughs> is it yeah, coming from it, this? It, it, might, it might be. Is that a Romulan? Ah, Romulan? It's good for you. It's your inner Romulan trying to get out. <laughs> it is. You're like going to have, cre- have, have pointy ears. I have a creepy ears. Romulan baby inside of me. <laughs> <laughs> it calls your name from the backyard. Sarah. Sarah. I'm the step Sarah. <laughs> Why do I feel like the only sane one here today? I never feel like the sane one. What are you talking about, Greg? <sighs> the fuck are you talking about, what Greg? What do you want? <laughs> Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. First up, Lindsay Lohan back in the news. Headline verbatim reads as such, Lindsay Lohan wants a baby. Oh, wow. Now that she's on probation and is watched more closely than ever, Lindsay Lohan needs to stay sober and out of trouble. What's the best way she's figured out to do that? Oh. Why? By getting pregnant and having a baby. Plant a seed in that raunchy cooch and get it going. Oh. <laughs> wow. She confesses to In Touch. This is uh, the article just came out this week. 
Despite her least her recent <laughs> recent legal issues. Despite her recent legal issues and recent reports that while driving she allegedly clipped a stroller with a toddler in it. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan <laughs> wants to be a, a mom. She's confided to a good pal that she's determined to stay sober and thinks the best way for her to achieve that goal is to get pregnant. According to her friend, Lindsay hates being alone and thinks a baby would make the perfect companion for her. She's seen what motherhood has done for her former party gal best friend, Nicole Ritchie, and thinks it can do the same for her. Her friend says she needs to be around someone nearly 24 hours a day. She thinks that having a baby could straighten out her life. Wow. If you would like to give Lindsay Lohan her, your seed, go ahead and contact her. Couldn't no. they just sterilize her when she was in prison, like not tell her? Maybe what are you did. guys doing? Nothing. Go back to sleep. She should have eaten the Mexican Cheetos. <laughs> what? That was a 30 Rock reference. Oh, okay. In other news. Yeah, that's what I call it. <laughs> All right. So, this is kind of a weird story, but I found it fucking fascinating, and I think Where'd that you would, too. Go? Oh, okay. Whew, it's freaking out it there for a minute. cycle, hun. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> so, this story I found, and it, it's just really fascinating to me. So the headline is Romanian witches win tax fight war. Awesome. So Romanian sen- senators rejected a proposal to tax witches and Romanian fortune tellers because they fear that they will be cursed. This is their government. So lawmakers of the Liberal Party drafted a law where witches and fortune tellers would have to produce receipts and would also be held liable for wrong predictions, a, me- a measure which was part of the government's drive to increase revenue. However, it was voted down this past weekend because all the lawmakers on the panel were frightened of being cursed <laughs> by said witches and fortune tellers. Good. Wow. That's awesome. Yes. That is Romania. That is righteous. And we just missed the Romanian festival here in Portland last weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. Uh, I would have gone to that. Well, dude, I, yeah. I, I really like a job fair because yeah. you don't get taxed if you're a, a witch or a fortune teller. Do you know you can actually do that here also? What? The, you cannot get taxed Wic- if you're a witch? No, the, uh, the Wiccan religion is... As uh, recognized as an as an actual religion in America, you can form like an actual Wiccan church and not be not be taxed. Well, you won't be taxed on church, but this is their yeah, this the is their revenue for a lot of stuff. Wow! Yeah. So it says that um, so Maria Campina, who is a well known Romanian witch, said that it's difficult to tax thousands of fortune tellers and witches, partly because of the erratic sums of money they receive. So. Um, her and the other witches and fortune tellers were intimidating enough for the Romanian government that they will not be taxed for any of the money that they bring in. It's an awesome country. That is an awesome country. That's, pretty That's cool. insane that they're and that Dracula afraid. lives there. Well, yeah. Vlad. Yeah. I, I really do want to go to Romania, though. I do, I too. I know yeah. you do. The Black Sea, I heard, is awesome. Yeah, it's supposed to be just beautiful. Mm, and cheap. And as cheesy as it sounds, I do want to take... They have the Dracula tour. Where you, it's oh, like, I would it's take a, it. It's a historical oh. tour. Yeah, you go to his actual castle. Yeah, and, and I guess yeah. one of the nights, if you pay for a, a large... You know, like one of the larger tour packages, you can stay a night in Castle Braun. Oh. Yeah, that wouldn't happen for me. Really? No. Why not? Why? I would not stay a night in Vlad the you, you sleep in your house. <laughs> <laughs> High five. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> Dude, I went on a Jack the Ripper tour when I was living in London. The walking tour in London? Oh, I, I would go wa- on any tour. I, I just wouldn't stay the night. Oh, we, ours was half bus, and then they would take it to murder sites. So you'd yep. get out and walk around. That's what we did, too. <gasps> did you drink at the Ten Bells? Yes. Did you drink from the shot glass? No, not from the shot glass, because they had like some crazy like charge if you wanted to drink from it. Oh, my grandma. And I was a poor student. Oh, no. I went with my grandparents. My grandma and I took the tour. Oh, see, yeah. And she paid, and I, don't, I think even back Oh, in, like, I think you've talked about this before. Yeah, like 1990, yeah. she paid like the 10 pounds for me to do a little jigger of gin from the shot glass that, um, what's her name, drank before she was Please not use that word killed. on our show. It's jigger. Different, different word. 
referring to Jay-Z. Yeah. That's what it's called. No, that's what Jay-Z called himself, too. But that, that's what it's called. No, it is. A jigger of gin. I'm going to drink more rum and ale. Attention, Aaron Duran. <laughs> Again? Yes. Now, this one's specifically for you. This comes out of Niceville. All right. Niceville where? Nice. I don't know. It just says Niceville. Is it nice? <laughs> I don't know. Is it? <laughs> a driver with an open four loco between her legs and cocaine <laughs> flags out an officer for directions. Good for her. <laughs> a 22-year-old woman driving around with an open can of alcohol and crack cocaine in her lap was arrested after she was looking for directions. Her name is Mary Beth Carol Wilson. <laughs> She's <laughs> kindred spirit, that Mary Beth. <laughs> she stopped on the shoulder of a popular driving area to ask an officer for directions. The officer saw an open can of Four loco, a combination of a malt beverage and energy drink, mm. between her legs with a bendy straw sticking out of it. <laughs> <laughs> the officer learned she didn't have a valid driver's license and then noticed a crack pipe with the form of a silver tube with a black rubber end and a burnt wire wesh, a mesh end in plain view of the driver's side door panel. A search of the vehicle <laughs> revealed three pieces of crack cocaine strewn about and an empty Four loco can. Wilson was charged with possession of cocaine and possession of paraphernalia. And the possession of win. <laughs> Bendy straw on a four loco. That's like your dream girl. I know, man. Is there a picture? Is there? Please tell me she's missing. Unfortunately, my friends, there is no picture. Damn. Please tell me she's missing her teeth. <laughs> That's probably why she's got the straw. Shove it right through there. That's right. <laughs> she made a crack hole. <laughs> That's right. Mm. Gum job. <laughs> um, so we're drinking Romulan ale. And yeah. I didn't even know that you were going to be bringing this today, but I found this headline actually last week. I've been saving it for you. Sorry, Greg. Is this going a little too long? I just have so many great stories today. There's a lot that went on. It's just gonna take, you know what? We it's might actually weekend. be done with this bottle by the time we're done with World of Crazy. Yeah, well. Might just have to push it off till next week. We finished a bottle. Yeah, I have I a little bit more. Yeah, I won't be able to do the story awesome. because you know. Well, no, because you take your ghost hunting evidence, seriously. Evidence to the contrary, I am a professional when it comes to mm-hmm. these things, and if I have any kind of buzz going on, no, just keep feeding it to Sarah. Like it's life, like it's life cereal. It's lifeblood. <laughs> Sarah drinks it. <laughs> Greg, I think you need another shot. Fine, then I guess Greg is opting out of wanting anymore. Mm-hmm. He just said, "Keep feeding it to me." I mean, don't don't force it on him, Aaron. Oh, it won't be the first time. <laughs> Greg is looking on. at the bottle and licking his lips. I shit you not. That's not why you I'm licking my lips. It. All right. <laughs> <sighs> Klingon opera prepares for <laughs> interstellar debut. Awesome. <laughs> All right, Aaron, I have a quiz for you. What does that top line say? I actually don't speak Klingon very well. It says, There's, Is there a translation on there or something? Yes. Uh, I do believe this is a good day to sing opera. Today is a good day to you sing opera. You already saw this article. No. But, I, but here's the thing. I figured it out because is today is a good day. And then I just figured <laughs> opera was... You shut up, you guys. Aaron Duran is correct. In Klingon, that means today is a good day for opera. The inventive oh, language... Wow. I'm married, you know, to a woman. Flesh and blood. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> Sorry, ladies. This man is taken. I'm going to take a sip of my rum. <laughs> Don't tell the Klingons we're drinking this. This will piss them off. They're fucking mortal enemies. <laughs> The invented language, as spoken first by the aliens of Star Trek and later embraced by humans worldwide, is now being put to use in an opera, making its debut this weekend in the Dutch city of The Hog. The Hog? 
Hague. The Hague. I think it's the Hague. Are you sure? Because I've heard it pronounced both ways. Well, because Hague. Didn't, I've heard the, pronounced didn't both they have ways the trails, too, the trials, the World War II in the Hague? Isn't you know what? That, I'm well, just not going to say that word again. They do so say the Hague, but I don't know what the proper pronunciation is. Just say it in Klingon. Hog. Hog. Opera is a cornerstone of the Klingon culture that is it now is. a major, major part of the Star Trek canon, which led to the creation of the show You. The Klingon are known as passionate opera lovers, but at the same time, very little was known about Klingon opera here. So as far as I was concerned, that was a very interesting challenge to try and make an authentic or as an authentic as something out of that as possible, says the creator, Floris Schnanfeld. <laughs> the 90-minute opera tells the story of Kalas the Unforgettable. Kalas. Sa- the Unforgettable. <laughs> said to be the first Klingon emperor. Tickets for the show's three-day run at the Zelt Theater, which has just under 100 seats, are still available. Audiences at the previous at the preview shows were impressed. It was really well interpreted. The music was really good. Awesome. The real you Klingon know, if, people have also been invited <laughs> to see the show via a message sent through the radio telescope in April to their home star, Arcturus. Arcturus. What? Arcturus. In their home, Kronos. They sent out a transmission to actual Klingons, Greg. Well, yeah, the because they have figured out where Kronos probably is. In terms of when they map out the, the Federation, when they when they did it, uh-huh. that's, that's fuck it. They know where it's at. <laughs> you know what's pretty cool though? The little addendum to that story I found out yesterday. If it does well enough in in the Hague or Hong or whatever, uh, Baron McCreary, the man who composed all the music for Battlestar Galactica, <gasps> I love him. He wants to bring it here if it does well enough. He would love to conduct the Klingon opera. I would love to watch him conduct that. Yeah. He just got married over the weekend. Oh yeah. Yep. Well, happy, happy wedding day. There. Congratulations. Bach. That's Arabic. <laughs> I think. Say something in Klingon. Uh, I don't know. I I know that phrase, which is really bizarre. But, um, well, everyone knows kapra, uh, which is success. Kapra. Yeah, everybody who's anybody knows yeah. that. Well, everyone, I, I guarantee half your fucking audience knows what kapra means. Come on, let's be honest. Kapla. And then the other Kapla. half, the other half are dating that half. <laughs> <laughs> That's possible. And are wishing they chose differently. <laughs> so is that the show? I mean, is that it? I no, like, no, no. I've oh. got more. Oh, good. <laughs> I actually found a couple stories while you guys were having that Klingon conversation. Oh, <laughs> no, and finally. This is the worst story I have found in a while. Uh, it's going to involve a penis. Oh. <laughs> but I, actually, the honest, the, the opposite of penis. Why can I not speak? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wet your whistle there. That might help you speak better. <sighs> yeah. Cheers, Aaron. Oh. Oh my god, you're drinking like a ton of this. Well, cheers, no, no cheers to I'm me. I'm just teasing you, buddy. I love you, brother. All right. Oh, wait, I'm not supposed to call you brother. You're like, you <laughs> call was... Tuggy brother. It's weird. What's we are business associates. <laughs> What's she supposed to call that you? That is not what I meant by that. <laughs> cheers oh, wow. to you, partner. Well, she can't call you partner either because that's what Tuggy calls her. Greg's my what partner. What doesn't Tuggy call you? Cheers to you, yeah, partner. Yeah, seriously. Lover? <laughs> oh. That would never mind. Yeah, no. stop it. Put a cork. I, that's in not it. what I meant. Okay. Oh, something All right. Completely and finally, different. 
A Georgia couple finds a used tampon in their cereal. Like, what? Like it was in the box? I mean, yes. This takes place in uh, Thomaston, Georgia. (sighs) A used tampon is found in cereal. Worst prize ever. (laughs) Seriously. A used tampon. Thank you. A used (laughs) tampon. Well, let me. Let me uh, lead yes. up to this. Please All right, elaborate. So, a Thomaston couple is suing a grocery store chain in federal court, claiming that the husband found a used tampon in his bowl of cereal. According to the complaint... <laughs> so, oh, speaking of Star Trek, Thomas and Lynn Roddenberry. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, what is with today? It's all Star Trek all the time. Well, uh, As well it should be. That's right. What you say is like, yeah, let's see. Getting it. Kapla. <laughs> No, that's a terrible. Capra. No. Capra. 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 Capraplop. Capra. Capraplop. You know what? I'm going to form a Klingon <laughs> softball team next year. <laughs> Can I play like... left center? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. But they had to change it because Klingon doesn't have a word for you're safe or you're out. So in Klingon baseball, which I've played, by the way, it's you're alive or you're dead. Take it very seriously. Yes, they do. According to the complaint, Thomas and Lynn Roddenberry said they bought a box of chocolate chip crunch cereal from the Save-A-Lot store. It's awkward. A day after buying the cereal, Thomas Roddenberry sat down for breakfast and discovered the floating tampon in his bowl after taking a bite of his cereal and biting into something, quote, squishy. Oh. Why would you not notice it in your fucking Seriously, it's not that small. There are some tampons that are small. It still doesn't look like a chocolate crunch or whatever the hell. But what was. if he's like busy reading his paper and like something like, big happened? He's like, like not looking. You would no, still you know. Still, you would anybody, notice anyone eating chocolate chip crunch is not busily eating the fucking Wall Street Journal. <laughs> I was checking sure. his stuff that is day. I'm on sure. today, let me just God say this. damn, Mary Sue, what's this bloody cotton doing in my chocolate chips? <laughs> just eat it. After Bang. taking a bite of the cereal and biting into something squishy, oh. he then realized that it was, in fact, a bloody used trampoline. Wait, from his bite, or did he have to take it back out? No, he took it back out as okay, soon as he good, took it out. That says a lot about his character. He initially was- thought that it might have been a rodent of some sort until he pulled it out and saw the string. Wait, what? I don't understand. What kind of a bite spoon is he using that he can't see? I'm not friends with Thomas this Roddenberry. I don't know. Hopefully he's not related to Gene. He would be very disappointed. Yeah, no kidding, man. The great bird of the sky is weeping over this one. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> the man who spit out the cereal immediately became nauseated and went to an emergency room. He has since been diagnosed as healthy, but is still suing Save-A-Lot in federal court. How does... How's he going to prove that? Yeah... I call well, he's, like, he's like, Billy Jean, give me one of these, give them their cotton ponies, stick in my cereal, we're gonna make millions. <laughs> Don't flush that, I got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> you say I'm not an entrepreneur, <laughs> check this out. You say he's never gonna leave this trailer park? <laughs> <laughs> because of their doubts about the story, a DNA investigation is pending. Just kidding, I don't know. I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking Dexter. I'm thinking blood splatter. Make sure it's used. Uh, bitch. <laughs> Make sure it's used. I don't want it soaking up all my milk. 
Oh, did you guys ever did do he that finish to the bowl of cereal afterwards? No, it said that he spit out the cereal and immediately became nauseated and went to oh, okay. Did you guys ever do that to people in high school? Which what? I totally did. I can guarantee the answer is no. I don't even know. Stick what it, not a used tampon, but take a tampon and stick it in someone's soda. No. It's Greg, hilarious. Greg, do men ever play with tampons in mm, any way? No. No. Okay. Not even as a joke. I'm no. sorry. I'm just no. saying it is the funniest thing ever. I'm if you sure take, it is. No, sounds hilarious. No, you take one and you stick it in someone's uh, like soda can when they're not looking, and it absorbs all the entire soda, and they try to take a sip of it, and it's just a giant, giant like, thunk. No, that's a girl-only joke. Yeah, yeah, it really is. We don't even. We don't even. I like don't it. remember ever having a pack of tampons at my disposable hey! to uh, no. put in my friend's soda. <laughs> yes, yes, Sarah does. Yeah. I had to go and buy. The only time men come near them was when their girlfriends or wives send them. Seriously, in. exactly. I that's hate it. buying them too. I'm like, I'm, I'm almost thirty year old woman. I get embarrassed buying them. I'm just like, okay. Like how you throw in the almost 30-year-old. I, I am fertile and spurting Because you have about eggs. two weeks left. I have three weeks left, and fuck you. <laughs> what are we going to do for your birthday? You know what? I'm going to say another story, actually. <laughs> what are we going to do for your birthday? I don't know. I'm getting nervous. Want warm ramen and ale for your birthday? No, That's I don't. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no means yes when you're drinking ramen and ale. <laughs> That's right. You want a bowl full of tampons? That is an argument that doesn't usually work well for men. <laughs> no means yes. <laughs> Only when you're drinking ramen and ale. She's fucking asking for it. Oh. I'm not asking for all you <laughs> Yeah, like 18 times already. <laughs> That's true. More please. <laughs> all right. Whatever. That's my news. <laughs> That's the end of it. <laughs> I always go out on tampons. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had this much fun in a long time. Mm. <laughs> uh. Somebody during the break put his sassy pants Man, on. Somebody got all like. I was not being that sassy. Panties are getting in a twist. Someone's all <laughs> cunt of fat elastic there. My panties Seriously. are perfectly untwisted. Like it's all in good fun, and Greg went from like jovial to now getting kind of mad at Eric. I tonight. am not getting know, mad. Man. There was no anger. I'm just you know let's let's move along and see what we have to find out. I'm just want to get the people to show. I know you're all like just open my beer, boy. No, seriously. Boy. Okay, noble white man, hand me your shot glass and I will refill you. <laughs> yeah, Greg, <laughs> the way you disrespect our guests sometimes is cool. <laughs> is atrocious. <laughs> That's right. I'm just bu- fucking with you. I helped build this country, you know. I show some respect. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the face you make with that doesn't match at all. I think Sarah would have to be happy doing this for the rest of the show. I think so. But in my mind, Sarah's going. Near far. Volume goes up. Near far. Near far. You know that was a Marconi sketch. What the guy who invented the radio? Sure. <laughs> Say nothing at casual. Why, <laughs> <laughs> hi, Aaron. All right, you bastards. Hi. Talk balls? No, that's already done. Oh. Well, no, we missed it for a couple days. Maybe we should do like another, like yeah, another supplemental segment. balls. Because isn't uh, isn't like the U.S. Two, the U.S. Open happening right now? <laughs> Probably. I, there's tennis on everywhere. That's balls. Yeah. I it saw is. Some, I saw some golf. 
<laughs> we are not having tennis talk. I'm Greg Nibbler. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's, Let's talk, talk ball. ball. Tennis is happening right now, and that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. World of crazy. <laughs> I'm just going to sit back here with you guys for like doing a show. <laughs> oh, listen to Cunty <laughs> McGee. Oh. All right. So where do we start? <laughs> I'm Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Join me now, won't you please? A 64-year-old woman fought off a neighbor who dragged him out of his house by his beard after he let himself into her home and took his clothes off. A woman said she awoke about 2.50 a.m. to find her neighbor standing over her naked. According to court records, he allegedly grabbed her arm and said he was just trying to be friendly and wanted to borrow a frying pan. The woman grabbed him by his beard and dragged him to the door. As she tried to throw him out, he allegedly grabbed the woman's throat. She picked up a tape measure that was sitting next to the door and bonked it against his head three times. He then wandered away from the front door. The woman said she found the neighbor's black shorts on her DVD player in her living room. She threw them outside at him, who was sitting on her front porch crying. Police reports noted he'd been drinking prior to the event. Prosecutors charged the neighbor, Lawrence K. Saunders, with burglary and two counts of assault. He's in jail on $50,000 bond. That's your... Yes, tell me. You know who else has an unwelcome house guest right now? (laughs) Who does? And that, my friends, is your world of crazy. That's Fun Employment Radio for Monday. (laughs) It's been a good show. It's a good show. Good time. I kind of, yeah, I kind of feel like we really accomplished a lot. We did. We we did did uh, this bottle of respect here. I see a bit of Romulan Ale left there. Well, I think we're probably, I don't know if we're quite done with the show yet. I hear the music. Play the me the only reason you're doing this is because there really isn't anything. So you guys Play are just trying to start the. Play is me that, up, what, is that what the tent. whole trick is? The whole the whole joke oh. is going to be <laughs> really. Yeah, yeah, actually, there? there's nothing. All right. Well, then <laughs> that, how do we? That do probably this? is what it is. Okay. That's well, the only, that's the only logical explanation for all of this. Yeah, bitch, calling us out. I toast you, but I don't want any of your. Uh, <laughs> I want his bad juju. <laughs> yeah, totally, man. Do not touch the nibbler. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, cheers myself. <laughs> you might want to move that buddy crash closer to you. You're going to need all the help you can get. <laughs> Greg really just cheers himself with a beer and he's like, cheers, Greg. Thanks, Greg. <laughs> Greg, I think you're fantastic. Why, thank you, Greg. I think you're fantastic as you well. You have really good football picks. <laughs> Greg, it is amazing how well you are predicting football. Why, thank you, Greg. The saddest, a lot of people are unappreciative of The saddest that. toast, the Greg Nibbler story. I think it's going pretty well. Well, you know what, Greg? Just stick to your guns. And the keep loneliest on doing, toast. Keep right. on doing what you do because, you know, I think it's all going to work out. Well, thank you, Greg. That's wonderful news, and it's good to you have. You know, it's a little creepy know how well your you're able to talk to yourself. Well, Greg, you know, I mean, we've followed you quite a while, and I, I believe that I really believe in you. Well, thank you, Greg. Cheers. I hope he's drunk and not he crazy. was a little too good at that. Yeah. So, all right, Greg and I are ready. Let's go ahead and should we uh, set up the series? The, the, uh, let's the scenario? set it up. All right. All right. So, so as we were talking about earlier, you told me something earlier in the week that um, actually not earlier in the week about uh, so it was uh, a week and a half ago. Not last Friday. The Friday before. The Friday before Labor Day. I was listening to Fun Employment uh, on a Sunday morning, as Radio. I often com? do. 
Com, yes. Yeah. Funonplayradio.com. Hmm. I was listening to the Friday show on Sunday, as I often do, because it's my day off. As is your want. That's when I, you know, because I can't listen to it at work, because you foul-mouthed bastards. What the fuck are you talking about, motherfucker? <laughs> fuck <Yeah>. that shit. <laughs> would that I worked in the store that I could. <laughs> it would be glorious. Um, <laughs> be the best store ever. Um, and, um... What is gr- this music, though, <laughs> that we've got? All right. You've never heard this before? This is an album. They're, uh, they're lullaby versions of... Po- of you know modern songs. This is a uh, Tool's Schism, but oh, it is. But lullabies for babies. Yeah, no, it's it'll fuck you up. It's messed up and it's great. Awesome. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Oh yeah. Shockingly, I have the entire album. Um, no, I would no, like to borrow that really? album from you. <laughs> That's right. Um, Not after this story. <laughs> you want. No. So. Greg had mentioned So we that should flash back to like the last time That's what on. I mean. Yeah, well, the okay. last time we were on, we were discovered, or I had done some research, and I had asked Greg about like who had owned the house previously, uh, family history, and we had figured out someone named George that may or may not have a relation to you, Greg. Well, wait a minute. Now, there was that, the George person that I found that was on the list? Yeah, that person has, uh, there's no person. denying that. There was someone named, we're not giving well, the that, whole name. that's true, yeah. Yeah, that... There's no denying that. You can go down. Yeah, that's on public record. Yeah, absolutely. Um, name, we're just saying George. Right. And But I said George is one of three possibilities I had narrowed it down. And of a possible connection to you. Yes. N- not just mean like, you know, you bought the home from this family or, or whatever. I mean an actual genealogical connection to you. Like Correct. some kind of a distant relative. A distant an ancestor. Yes, exactly. Okay. And um, so I was starting to do some more research about it because, you know, it is possible that an old family member is reaching out to you. And I don't I don't believe in coincidences. I really don't. Your tongue is blue. So is yours, by yeah, the way. Yours, That's the other side effect of Ramadan Ale. You see. So is yours. <laughs> there's, there's half a bottle of blue Curacao on Ramadan Ale. It's a, it's a side effect. What are you going to do? Um, and you said that her pee might be green too, right? It might, yeah. <laughs> Greg's like, shut the fuck up, bitch. Let <laughs> just for 24 hours. Well, anyway, the weather outside sure is changing. Uh, hey, bitches. Uh, <laughs> so I said you might have a, there might be an actual, whether you believe it or not, a, like some kind of psychic pull that pulls you to this house, uh, influence you in purchasing this home because you have a connection to this home, whether you realize it or not. You have that an ancestor. You, said. you have a potential ancestor, but it was one of three potential potential Georges, right? Yeah, well, I was, was kind of narrowing it down. And, and he I did was say last about- time that it was very simple to buy this home. Like he said, it was very easy. Yeah, it was like it was, like everything kind of fell into place very yep. quickly. Like that it was is meant true. To and that the things home did not, line up quite well. And that the home was not occupied home. for almost twenty years before you bought it. it <gasps> well, was a, it was occupied. It was a party. People just kind of came and went. They weren't. Well, the average person who buys a home buys a home to stay there. Unless they're flipping it and then they never move in. Well, the person that I bought it from was who is now a relative, but it's by marriage, so it's it wasn't a blood relative. Um, she was there for well, unless a year. The powers that be and then the person that was coming down the pipeline. Oh, I'm just saying it was occupied when I bought. Well, it. it had been occupied for a year, and then previous to that, uh, the person had done the remodeling and all that. By the stuff. way, your neighbors have hella noise ordinances. Oh, I know. <laughs> Partly because of me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yes. So I did some more research. And I wasn't coming up with a whole lot. I was coming up with some interesting stuff. Absolutely, baby. But on the Friday before Labor... Oh, Sarah, you topped off the rhyme and an ale. All right. We have an empty bottle right here. Let's see. Wait. That's right. 
Now I'll tell you guys, Roman the Nail clocks in at about 120 proof. Just FYI. Holy shit, really? Good yeah, lord. It really does. All right. Anyway, <clears throat> but it has vitamins and viso, so you're fine. Um, <laughs> is that why I feel all cracked out and drunk at the same time? <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Greg <laughs> is like so courtesy laughing. He's like, I hate you. He's like, fuckers, get to the story. <laughs> oh, wait, we should wait for the train to go by. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We don't. Uh, train kind of makes it creepier, though. Yeah, it kind of does, actually. So I'm going to keep. Talking. I can hear the train from my house, so. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. It's true. Is this music beautiful? It's quite beautiful. Yeah. So I bet I a was little doing- girl would like it. <laughs> Hi. A little napping girl. Hi. It, it helps me sleep in Greg's bed. So um, I was doing more research. Oh, I'm on- sorry. We were doing it. Yes, so I was doing more research on the property. <laughs> okay. And as I was doing research, it was Sunday morning, my, my day off. And I, you know, put on funemploymentradio.com as I was listening to the show. And Greg, you begin to s- announce that you have a new problem at your house. And first, before we continue, has anything happened? Um, and don't fucking lie like you always do. I don't just, ever just lie. Just cut it off and just admit it. We just don't I give never the lie. truth. Um, Butters has... I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you're all caught up on the show. So, yes, we had the B problem. There was something dead down in the basement. The smell has gone away. Almost. Uh, you said that it still kind of smells. It's, yeah, it's mildly, but it's have pretty much gone anything? away. No, because it's in the bee cave. Um, but Butters <laughs> does continue, and yesterday Butters did growl at the door again. I went down there. I have, I have set a tra- yes, and I have set a trap because I thought maybe the mouse was in there. It has not been touched. It's been about a week, and it hasn't been touched. So I know it's not. It's, I was. I know honestly, there's not a mouse in there. I was really hoping you would find something down there. I seriously. No, I've. It's in the bee cave, and I can't go in there. Why not? Because sure there's a panel that. on it, and there's a bumblebee hive in it. Just put a fucking bug bomb down there and end it. Well, he no, has, I and have. They won't stop. Well, I think I might have gotten them now because they haven't, they haven't come back out for a while. But I'm not. Gonna, so there's a panel I can open up that goes to this. Same where thing all happened. The pipes in, same thing are. happened in Amityville. You know, they couldn't kill the bugs there either. There's a panel that's blocking the dirt part of his basement that he can't get into. Well, that I don't want to open. I can get in there. I don't want to open so, it because it's full of bees. You would mention on the. That's Friday. where the dead thing is. <laughs> Or the smell, at least. <clears throat> the you had mentioned on the Friday before Labor Day that you were smelling the you were, your exact quote was I smell death in my basement. That is true. The smell of rotting flesh, the scent of death. Yes. When I heard that show, literally, I was having fun. Like, oh, Greg might have like a weird poltergeist. <laughs> this will be funny. And then you said, I smell my butters won't go down there. She barks. She gets angry. She's terrified of the basement now. And then you said, I smell death in my basement. Those of you who don't know, listen to FundamentalRadio.com. For (laughs) years, I worked with Clyde Lewis, who has a show, Ground Zero Radio. Uh, I've done many paranormal investigations with him. And through the years of working with him, there's many triggers that set off my oh shit-o-meter. Smelling death in a home sets off one of the biggest of oh shit-o-meters. And I'm listening to the show, and I'm doing research, and Greg says, yeah, it's so weird. Like, I smell like rotting flesh in my basement. I don't know why, because nothing can get in. Literally, I stopped typing, and I won't forget this. I actually pushed away. I had my headphones on still, but I pushed away from my desk, and I went, oh, shit. <laughs> because it set off, as I said, my shit-o-meter, which is, which is the technical phrase of bad things happening. Uh, and... Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Excellent choice, though. So, I 
I went through my old notes of previous investigations, and I've gone through some. I've gone through some heady shit, sir. I've. I have. I have faced. You know. Some dark fucking shit at the Rosen Raindrop, which is a, a oh. haunting I've talked to Sarah about. Oh yeah, you've I talked love about that it on the place. show. Yeah, Obisur yeah, and the, yeah. the, the the you know whatever. Yeah, there is one universal constant at all hauntings that when you smell rotting flesh for no reason, it's one thing if you know like some shit got into your house and something's decaying. Well, I, there's, I mean, I don't you know because I can't go in the bee cave. I can't go in the bee cave, which is probably where it is. Well. You know, he you is called like he is called the Lord of the Flies. Um, <laughs> it's bumblebees. Well, that's what you say. Um, there is one universal constant in all the experiences that I have had in paranormal investigations. And Greg no, just took the whole Klingon shot. He really did. He just threw it all back. Romulan, sorry. There is one, There are very few universal constants in the world of the paranormal. And this is why I pushed myself away from the desk when I heard Greg saying, I smell rotting flesh in my basement. I don't know why. Nothing could get in there and die. One of the initial contact slash warning signs is smelling rotting flesh. But not when you have a simple haunting or poltergeist activity. The scent of rotting flesh is often attributed to demonic possession within a location of demonic influence within a location is often the first sign is the scent of rotting flesh and winged insects that you cannot get rid of. Are you kidding me? No. You didn't tell me that part. No, I didn't want to. Because I knew it was going to be hard enough for you to not say anything which is the smell. Rotting insects you cannot purge and rotting flesh. No. Yeah. Which is why I was hoping in the two weeks Greg on Fun Employment would say, motherfucking squirrel got into my house and I found it. I haven't been able to go into the bee cave, though. It could it's That's where the smell but is coming from. But what's weird is that you've bug-bombed the bee cave many times and you can't get rid of the bee. No, I have not seen one, though, for over this weekend. I did not here's see what any bees. Messes, here's what, here's what it's hard. Any. And I'm not saying your place is... A fucking, you know, gate of hell. Uh, <laughs> it might be. It is Southeast Portland. Uh, <laughs> but, um, because you've had nothing that would suggest that you've opened up any kind of contact with that kind of... Because, like, I'm not going to convince anyone who doesn't believe in, in evil forces out there that this could happen. If you don't believe it, you don't believe it. I've seen it happen. And I know there are ways you can contact some dark fucking shit out there. And from my experience, oh, there's flies in the house, flies in the studio. That's weird. Well, we also they haven't emptied are. the trash in two weeks. Yeah. Oh. yeah, but there's nothing but alcohol in there. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, one of your from four us. Locos from us. Us. <laughs> oh, Viso cans, though. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's fine. That's probably why. But to my knowledge, like Greg and your wife, you've done nothing to attract the, the darker side of. No. The paranormal world. Well, this all started to happen after he had a change in roommates. What the fuck were your roommates doing down there? Oh. Wait a <laughs> no, minute. nothing. No, but they're both, like, very... No. Like, the, yeah, the, the two that moved no, out, yeah. they're very... Straight-laced. And very straight-laced. Yeah. No, very... they're not. Well... No, I've known them. They don't seem the type. No. That's why I don't think that's what it is. But I'm seriously... 
But and and I have and then. All right, he has he. He just made a face. Uh oh. No, no, no. There's What's nothing happened? else. There's what nothing has else. happened? No, nothing else. I I honestly have anything that I can remember. I think I've told you. Here's guys. the thing. Butters. I yesterday. don't. I don't think you have some kind of demonic influence. I think it's just a really fucked up coincidence. Yes. But that evidence has been presented. So you have not yet found the source of the rotting flesh smell then? I have not. That is true. But I have not gone into the beak. It's just still down there, that smell. It's very mild at this point. But it's still there. It's does still your, mild. Does your wife there. notice it? Or the new you because you have new tenants, right? Uh yes. yeah. But um but I mean they don't they don't go well, down there. Well they live on the upstairs yeah. part, so they're not in the this, They don't go down there. Could you get them to go down there? Uh, I don't mean that as like to be wacky or mean. I mean, would maybe. they be willing to go down there and smell and and smith and sniff? I, I know that. Yeah, but I mean, weird, but I'll Katie's, go over and Katie sniff. smelled it, so she smelled Greg, it. Can also. I come over yeah. and sniff your house? Well, because there is there is a difference between if you were the only person smelling it and if other people smell it. No, Katie smelled it. Okay, um, believe it or not, that's a good sign. <laughs> well, I would if you think were the so. only I person, maybe sm- I'm having a stroke. No, <laughs> no, no, that's almonds. Me. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Um... <laughs> Why do I know this shit? Um, that's Clyde's fault. All of it is Clyde's fault. Because we drank um, an entire bottle of Romulan ale. And I was going to say all this before the Romulan ale. Um, actually, believe it or not, it's a good sign that you're not the only person smelling it. Because if you're the only person smelling it, you would be. That would mean that would suggest you were being directly influenced by demonic entities. Well, I'm not the only one. Well, well, then that means it's just your house. Okay. Um, <laughs> You look, I know you don't want to do this. You need to do something about your fucking house. <laughs> something is I don't know what yet, because you won't let me do an investigation. All I'm getting are these all it's fucking Sunday morning. I'm kicking back, drinking my coffee, writing my articles for geekinthecity.com. And um <laughs> What and was that again? Geekinthecity.com. Geekinthecity.com you yeah, say. Yeah, right. I think you said geekinthecity.com. It's the greatest geek, pop geekinthecity.com. Yes. Okay, in, all right. in the city. It's right. only the, the greatest okay. pop culture website of all time. Harry Knowles can suck me. Um wow, that was that went dark. That's the Romulan ale talking. It is. Um but here I'm like writing a fun article about like Star Trek. I'm like, "Oh, and Captain Kirk blah, blah, blah. I smell dead things in my basement. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> All right. Greg, you need to do something about your house. Well, I need to find the dead squirrel. I, you need to find... You know what? He to be honest, listen. yes, I hope you find the dead squirrel. Because right now... You were giving off all the warning signs about a demonic entity. And Sarah, can I say what we said when we were outside smoking? So... I don't have... I've done a lot of hauntings, investigations, a lot of poltergeist investigations. Um, I only have a couple of experiences with demonic events, which, you know, thank God for that, because that shit ain't cool. It's not fun to deal with. Um, Which I have, though. I've been possessed by this uh, Sumerian demon called Abisor, who takes the unborn from... It's a long story. You're not helping your case right now. Sorry about that. Um, Sorry, Greg. (laughs) No, but I totally fought her off, though. It was righteous. Um, anyway. Was I saying? <laughs> oh, so I brought in a second opinion on this. And I, and I mentioned them already. I, I, uh, I didn't mention names. I didn't mention locations, names. But I did talk to, uh, to Clyde Lewis. And as Sarah knows, there aren't many experts in the West Coast better than Clyde when it comes to this funky, weird shit. And he won't play it's it up for true. ratings. He will give you the straight answer. 
because he he wants to be honest about well, it. Well, he wants to be honest. And he also is like an ultimate protector. Yeah, like he, he really is. Want, no, he's very protective. He doesn't want something bad to happen to you. Like when I saw the thing that I saw, he was shadow? the first person. Yeah, the yeah, shadow yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. He was the first person I talked to about it, and he actually gave me some really good advice. And no, no, me. no. And no, I had never told yeah. anybody what it looked like until yeah. he showed and me. And he described it He described in detail. it to me in detail, and I yeah. was just like, how the fuck do you know what's so going on in my head? I described to Clyde what was experience. <laughs> I said, I've got a friend. This is what's going on. I said, I don't want to give you any names or anything because I don't want to influence you. And Clyde's like, no, I understand. You know, don't influence me. Just give me the just give me the bare bones facts because Clyde knows how it works. You don't mm-hmm. want to influence anybody about what's happening. Right. I gave all the, I gave all the, uh, you know, the background and everything. And uh, Clyde's um, Clyde's assessment was very similar to mine. You know what? It sounds like there is a psychic echo that is drawing your friend to this house, and that's why he lives there now. All he has to do is acknowledge it, and it'll be all good. It, it doesn't sound uh, it doesn't sound malignant. It just sounds like he's got a connection on this property, this land. Acknowledge it; it'll be fine. Okay. I said that's my assessment as well. And then I listened to the Friday show before Labor Day. And I wrote him, and I called him. I said, "Clyde, <laughs> um, there's been a there's been a there's been an update on this my friend's house." And then again, I gave details. I mentioned the bees, which are insects. I know bees; they're cute, and they they make flowers and honey, and they're sweet and good. But they're still insects, which fall into Beelzebub's domain. Um, <laughs> sorry, and uh, and then I mentioned the scent of death. Okay, you know what? I just. Let me just step in here really quick and just say that is a series of very strange coincidences. Yeah, like so regardless much is falling in the line in your of the house, fact Greg. where like all the stuff starts happening. I'm sorry if you haven't heard this before. Greg has heard whispering. Yeah. There has been fo- there have been footsteps. He's had he's had roommates see things. There have been roommates who have seen things. There's been no. There's audio. A, there was a guest who heard something. There was a guest who was told to take okay, off you their saw shoes. Things. There was a person inside of Greg's room that he saw standing at the end of his room. There was a Star Trek um, like beeper thing that started going off by itself inadvertently for a long period of time. There have been a lot of things. You've had had auditory contact. You've had physical contact. These bees all of a sudden appeared out of nowhere. Touching the fucking... That little... Okay, all right. That's physical contact. Okay. And you've also mentioned cupboards and doors moving. Yes. Or being open and closed when you didn't do it. Yeah, that is physical manifestation. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I leave those open quite a bit. So anyway. I don't know if that's... <laughs> okay, okay. Let's just keep opening that river. I'm that just river. trying to say, you know... Keep going down that river in Egypt. It just seems um, like <laughs> denying it is not doing you any good. It's really not. Anyway, I mentioned all these other new variables that I had learned. Particularly the scent of death. <laughs> and I've been in your basement, and it wasn't there previously. So I'm concerned about how, again, they're upping the stakes for contact. Alright. Because that's what you about, about dem- last time you were here. You were yeah, saying and that they're the gonna, sen- if they're not getting paid attention to, but, they're going to up the stakes. That's what has me worried. If it's demonic influences, All right. the next is going to... The, the possession step two. Sorry. Um, I have always been afraid of that. It's horrifying. No, because I know so, a friend who was possessed and it was scary. I've been in an exorcism before. It was one of the most horrific experiences in my no. life. And uh, but I'm telling Clyde about all this, and again, I did not mention. I swear to God, I did not mention names, locations. I just and, and he understood and respected why I was maintaining this distance. He knew, he knew I wasn't trying to be vague. He gets it. <laughs> when I gave him all the variables, all the events happening, Clyde texted back one word, actually two words. 
he's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, oh, keep me updated, though. <laughs> so I legitimately hope you do find a dead squirrel or dog so or cat too. or anything in your basement. Because if not, from what limited amount you will tell us, because you were terrified of telling us more. That no, is, I'm that telling you. I've, all, I've that told, is I've all the everything. signs of demonic influence. I've said everything that's happened. On the other side, if you just said, if you just said, like, I you don't do smell because any- you haven't remembered them until yeah, we were yeah. Talking on the them. other side, in case you're wondering, it doesn't get any better. Um, if you just said, oh shit, Aaron, I found a fucking squirrel down there and I threw it out and you know the smell's gone. I've done some more research on your property and on your family history. Seriously, it gets worse. All gets, you told me was the smell of death thing. I don't know. Yeah, no, actually, it doesn't get worse. It gets more interesting. All right. And this so is, you did I, I love this stuff. I love this stuff. So this, I love these kinds of coincidences, which, by the way, are never coincidences. Okay, so we've talked about how yes, we've talked about how you have a demon George person. <laughs> what your theory of that? We talked about how George, the um, the person who did own part of yeah, I need some beer to wash down the uh, used to own the house it was back in the 30s or 40s. Um, I can't remember what the exact um, date was. He like, didn't build. But it, I have but that. I have a copy of that record too. But it was like the yeah, he didn't 40s. build it. Yeah, no, he did. He put in the new oil. Uh, late 40s. Late, late 40s, 40s, like 46 or something like 47, that. 1947. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so, and you did some research on George, and you found three different Georges, and one of them has the same name or is possibly related. Yeah. To a distant so relative here, of mine, here is, to a nibbler. Yeah, and this is hard because I want to know more, but I don't want to. I I need to ask you questions that are they're leading questions, and and that's the problem. Is I don't want to. Is this something I don't you think I feel comfortable comfortable with answering? Yeah, right now it, it right. won't give away who you are. All right. Well, well what do you, you know? What, what I mean? do you have? Where you live? In in the in the far past of your family. Let's say let's go back a hundred years uh-huh. through. Because I mean, how well do you know your family? Somewhat. Somewhat. Okay. There's, you know, sketchy parts of, the, of it, but but yeah, somewhat. Do you know, particularly during the turn of the century, by that I mean the 1900s, not, mm-hmm. not the millennium, was there something that happened that there was a great, there was a split in the Nibbler family? I was, don't know. Okay. I don't know. Was like... At, if you could, I wish you'd have told told me these questions actually before this weekend. I just went to a I know, family reunion. The, well, that's the problem. Like that's that's yeah. where you like find the balance of trying to do yeah. the research and not wanting to influence the subject you're yeah. researching. I would love to know if there is a some kind of if something happened a hundred years ago. And I know that goes. Well, back a there were some that came over. No, no. I mean, point. in terms of I like. Mean, a, a, a section of your family that was so that broke away from that the was other so numbers? angry in another part of your family. Like, I do like a few. Like I know feud. there's there, there's the nibblers of like Minnesota and like that area, and then there's oh, the shit, of really Idaho. Minnesota. I didn't even say it yet. <laughs> really, I, I was about to get to that. Really, Minnesota, the Minis- nibblers, Minnesota. I think St. Louis area. There's some. I'm so glad when I don't even say it first. Why? What? Because that's what I was going to say up next. Was there middle, were there nibblers near the Great Lakes? Yeah. All right, it's a section of the family. I don't know them. I need, like, I need to drink I, a beer. I, I, don't, I need to wet my whistle. I don't know, yeah, those those nibblers, but... Can you... Maybe there's a reason that you don't. God damn it. See, I want to say, but if I say the full name, people can find you, and I want to be able to say it on the show. Can, can you, you say it can off you, air? Can you bleep it? Or why don't we just silence no. the, our mics for a second? Okay, really quick, tell me right now. 
I don't know if that is... Um, his family pulled away from Minnesota. There was some kind of break in the late 1800s, early 1900s, and they moved to Idaho. And they signed their surname from then on as George. You mean they dropped the they nibbler? They dropped the nibbler. Oh, that's weird. Okay. They dropped it. <laughs> that is so fucking they, And you know it's the same it. George? Yes. I, well, I know as best you can. Records are sketchy. And... Greg, I, I love you, man, but I ain't dropping 50 bucks to, like, sign up for all these different services. No, to, absolutely not. As much as I can find for free. All right, um, that <laughs> is that is quite an odd coincidence. They dropped that last else. name, and they changed. They signed everything George as their surname from then on. That is very odd. Yeah. The man who dropped the surname, your surname, uh-huh. and adopted George, which was his middle name, from what I can tell. That's weird. Who then, I, draft, I've who never then heard drafted George as her as his surname is the man who was then drafted in World War One, bought the property, put in this is where and this all comes from put in the oil the, the tank underground, and then killed himself when he had cancer because he didn't want to be a burden on the family. I mean, all this is possible because I don't know <laughs> that much about. And I, that he also I know Aaron's not a bullshitter, and he wasn't no, no, up I, the Minnesota. No, I, you know what? I do have. Uh, uh, my dad has it, but it's a history of the nibblers that my uncle was able to to get. It's oh, a lot remember, about the German. And remember last but, week because I have relatives I, in Germany. Remember last time I was on? I said, "Do you have any Native American in your family?" Yes, that is true too. But that's I, on the the other side. Mm, that's not. Here's where I was confused. It wasn't uh, a tribal uh, affiliation I was looking for. It was a county. I was I was a uh, mistake oh. as I was researching. There is a county in Idaho that is named for a Native American tribe. And again, I don't give a lot away because I don't want people to be able to find where you live. Right, right, right. There is a county in Idaho named after a Native American tribe, and that is where George was born. Was in this county oh, named okay. after a Native American tribe. Okay. So when I first saw these first records, which I found through military records, actually. Um. Hmm. Because pretty much all World War II records are, are available now if you, if you know where to look. Was well, this World War One or World War II? World War I, I'm sorry, World War One. Yeah. No, by World War II, he was in his 40s, 50s yeah. even. Because I've got, a, I've got an approximate range of birth from 1892 to 1902. Considering the person that I think might have one time owned your home was drafted in World War One, I'm guessing he was That would make it. sense, yeah. I'm right, well, guessing... I'm guessing... 1892, because he was born in 1902. No, they were like 14 year olds though that served in World War One. I. I mean, but not drafted. But not drafted. Well, I, he, I guess he could have faked his birth certificate. That's, I guess so. Thing, there yeah. are stories of like 14 year olds, you know, joining the war effort. I guess right. so. I guess so. Aaron, so all right. So you've given us all this info. What do you? Well, the what whole, do you think it means? Like, what do you think with the smell and with the insects and with the family history? Not, like, what do you think? Do you believe that this is a, a family member fucking with him or a distant family member? Do you believe it's um, like an entity that existed in the house before he be, was there? To be honest, I think the scent of death and <laughs> the scent of rotting flesh and the things with the bees, uh, as much as the, the showman in me would wish like, oh, my God, you have the devil living in your house. As fun as that would be. For us, Greg, not you. Um, I think that's a red herring, to be honest. Yeah. I think that's a red herring. I, I think that's just one. As much as I don't believe in coincidences, I think that's a coincidence. Um, sorry, Sarah. 
Really? Look at you. You're like, I wish he had the devil. Yeah, no, this I don't wish he had the devil. No, I want nothing but the best for the nibblers. Because, at the same because time, from what I, from I what was you... already freaked out enough when you told me the scent of death, and then you throw on the insect thing, and now you're saying, Ooh, it's a coincidence. Well, says the I... guy who says he doesn't believe in coincidences. Like, what are you doing? Like, pussying out? Well, no, I just... <laughs> Like, all of a sudden, to, you're, like, trying wow. to be, like, Mr. Nice Guy? Yeah, look at you trying to, like, like demon... Greg's house is fucked. I'm not trying to demonize his house, but I'm saying you've been making me keep a secret for an, a week and a half. Because I didn't want you to influence him at all. And I didn't. And you know what? It still smells like death in his basement. His dog is still barking at the basement she never has before. Well, and there are insects flying in and out of his house, and he has no control over it. Then, if you'd let me finish... Oh, I'm sorry. Let me let you finish, Aaron. I, Talk about more about coincidences. No, I was... Jesus God. Wow, you guys are weird. What I was going to say is that I think there was a divide in the in the Nibbler family. That is possible. A while ago, a long time That's ago. Certainly quite possible. And I mean, this person which is true of any family. And I this mean. person is trying to repair that that massive split down the family with me. But with you. <laughs> Sorry. Yay, Greg. Uh yeah. But I think it's not a total coincidence that you are smelling death and the insects. Because he smells when, insects all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When an entity I snort him. When an entity is trying to make contact, it starts very simple. Like it started like what? Six, has this been like 6 months now since this shit's all gone down? No, it's only been a few months. It's been like 2 or 3. Since hi Oh, yeah, that was well, quite no, a while that started earlier, but then that it, started, was contact it one. ramped up as soon as yeah, there was a I, change in the house. That's household. what I mean. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I think is happening is that you had a benign force being some family member that is trying to pull, unfortunately, any nibbler back to the house. Whatever, whoever was grabbed first. And it was you. Yay. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but what I think has happened is that the. The lair, the veil, whatever you want to call it, is being weakened in your house. And for whatever reason, darker forces are pushing through. Which would lead, I mean, which would enforce the belief and my my belief that you need to fucking acknowledge the shit that is happening in your house. And then it'll go away? So it will stop. Some kind of closure, this entity in your house is looking for some kind of closure. Because from the research I've done, this George guy, he's the linchpin. He may not have caused the divide in your family, but the impression I'm getting is that he was a little fucking kid when it happened. And he experienced it. And he heard it, as happens to many kids that go through, like, families that go through ugly divorces Mm -hmm. or ugly family feuds. There's always the one kid that like gets it from both sides. Like here's the argument from both sides Mm -hmm. gets the complaint. Like, like the drunken uncle, your sister gets like the, he gets it from both sides. He or she gets the, the, the terrible family feud and he lives his entire life and he dies. But his, his spirit has this unfinished business that he's carried with him his entire fucking life, and now that he's dead, he wants to try to fix it. Because he had no power when he was alive. He's got some ability now. You bought it from a, you bought the home from a friend that they became a family friend, and then was pulled into your family. Now you have an entity that potentially has some kind of connection to the nibblers. 
and is making contact with you and is going through your friends and your loved ones to do it. And it's just bah, 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 just hammering away at your house and is weakening the wall between our world and, for lack of a better term, the other world. Well, darker forces see that thin fucking wall and think, sweet, let's get them. That's why you should never play with a Ouija board, right? Because well, I would never, never do that anyway. Not without having your corners properly the corners and the watchtowers properly secured, which is the thing that happened at the Rose and Raindrop. But that's a whole other... That's a, that's the story for another day. That's for next week. Uh, so would you I please, for the love of all that is holy, acknowledge the entity in your house and say, I'll do what I can. <laughs> How should he acknowledge it? Just say, like, hey, I know you're here. Just say hi. Just talk back should to it. Should he say it like this? Should he just go, hi? Sure. Or just say, what do you want? What can I do for you? How can I help? Let's talk balls. <laughs> what do you think about the beavers this year? <laughs> That's right. So what do you think? Cult's going all the way? <laughs> Nobody thinks the Can cults I are influence going all them the way to make my predictions come true? Sure, Greg, why not? <laughs> yeah, taunt the spirits, Greg. Uh, tell me who to bet. Since they can, you know, like, rustle around in your kitchen, hit your Star Trek button, and yeah. have secret conversations in your spare bedroom. I think that what you should do is fuck with them. Here's the thing, because <laughs> next stage is... <sighs> it's not a good one? The next stage is possession. Is Greg going to come in like um, no. the fucking chicken uh, Ghostbusters 2, like Sigourney Weaver's character? No. He's going to be all possessed by the painting? No. Do you really want me to make prediction what I think will happen next if he doesn't acknowledge it? No. No. I think I know what your prediction is, and no, I do don't want, want you to do make you it. Do you want me to give a hint? No. Is going to be possessed by an old nibbler? No. It's not going to involve Greg. Yes, I know what you're going to predict, but no. You strike where someone is most vulnerable. Oh, you stop that, Aaron. I'm just saying, that's how it works. I know that you're saying that it's going to possess butters, but All right. Jesus God. Well, no. no. bottom line is, <laughs> the bottom line is, I think there are a lot of weird things that have happened. There's a lot of weird coincidences. <laughs> the biggest show ever. But, uh, yes, it is. It's, it's like your Paul show. Harvey wrapping up. <laughs> Ocular cancer affects many of us Americans, but there is one thing that I have found that and can repair name, eyesight. And his name was? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and now you know the rest of us. I'm Paul Harvey. Good day. Good day. Good day. Is he still alive? No. No. Good. Oh, I wow. <laughs> I loved Paul Harvey. Oh, I, I didn't, too. but I never wished him ill will. I found him quite an, quite annoying, but uh, no, I don't wish him ill will. No. Paul Harvey, wherever you are, if you're at my house right now. <laughs> Good day. I'll acknowledge. Good day. Good day. I'm Paul Harvey. Good day. No, he, do, he does it. Good day. Good day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Good yep. word inflection. Yeah. Shoot us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Go to funemploymentradio.com. Purchase the a T-shirt or a koozie. It's a granola bar. I'm trying to make my pitch to the yeah, people. Oh, sorry. You guys are talking about granola bars. I'm trying to talk about donations. <laughs> wow, you're a lot less selfish than we are. That's <laughs> 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 you, too. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know if you realize. <laughs> you're just as involved. <laughs> I love you, Craig Nibbler. <laughs> the, the bank account doesn't go to Greg Nibbler. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Greg is a very giving, loving man. Oh. So says Katie. Ayo. For now. 
Oh my god, Aaron. I was a Family is off limits. He's Aaron Duran from geekinthecity.com. <laughs> Direct you? all your ire at a Duran at geekinthecity.com. Or Aaron at Geek in the City. Or Aaron There's at There's so many City. different emails now. I have such sites to show you. <laughs> this is not for your eyes only. <laughs> I watched Hellraiser 4 this weekend. Oh, it's a stupid I didn't even realize it was 4. Oh, there are 8. There are 8. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm slowly making my way through. Hellraiser Bloodlines? Jesus wept. Hellraiser 4 is Bloodlines, right? Mm-hmm. That's the one in space. It was Hellraiser in space. It's wow. so stupid. It was like the worst thing ever. Well, yeah. no, they're all pretty bad. <laughs> mm. All right. <laughs> mm, that's good roll We'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> With a more lighthearted show? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> seriously. I think I made a mistake, Michael. <laughs> we'll see if I make it down here. Illusions. Greg, can I go and smell your house? <laughs> It doesn't smell. It's fine. Let me sniff your house. <laughs> Can I sniff your basement? We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. And while you're waiting... <laughs> That's what I was trying to find. It's all ghetto version. Uh, what? I'm trying. No, I'm trying I talked over, over it. it. I was, I was saying. Oh, I have such sights to show you. Demons to some, angels to others. Your suffering will be legendary, even in hell. Tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. This isn't for your eyes. I'm done. Fun employment radio.